0: Let's get started. Here we go! Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not
1: attempt to adjust it down. I'm transmit live. Yo, let's get down to business.
0: Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. All right. We're the underground world, every street in Peru. You may learn something. Experience, experience, experience.
1: Now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt
2: Floyd. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar.
0: Welcome to the party. And Simon. What the fuck is going on, y'all?
2: Super aggressive. What we do here is- Very aggressive. So aggressive. It was
0: all for (laughs) Kamar.
2: What we (laughs) did. What we do here is very simple. Uh, The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. And then we're going to talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. Uh, But first, Kamar, how was your week?
1: Oh, I had a great week, Matt. Before I get to my week, I want to uh, give a shout out to... All the new listeners, welcome. And uh, my favorite people in the world who have decided to mean more to me than my family, and that's the Patreons. Uh, I just want to give it a little shout out to the new Patreons this week, and of course, to the uh, constant Patreons that keep us going. Uh, shout out to Andy King, a little royalty come upon. And I think he paid in pounds.
2: Yeah, he's so from we'll the UK. Some, shout out to Andy.
1: Sterling. Thanks, uh, Andy. Then, uh, big shout out to Sarah Hart. Thanks Sarah.
2: What up Sarah? Welcome
1: to the team Sarah and uh finally last but not least Captain NemoTron. Welcome to the team.
2: Captain Nemo. Um also Kamar we should we we got to back up because uh Nathan from Saskatchewan you didn't mention that he donated $27 a month. You forgot to mention that last week. That's probably worth
1: Is that what he did? I thought that was a he broke it down and that was a yearly payment.
2: Uh I don't believe so. As far, I mean, maybe I didn't read it carefully, but either way, let's give Nathan another shout out. Just in
1: I'm on the fence about over bigging up donations to uh, donation shaming, but uh, everyone, it's just it's just amazing for you to be part of the team. But as for my week, my week was fine till Friday. <laughs> I was painting um, in this little closet room, and it's so tedious because all these it's a lot of detail work. And the guy I'm working with comes down, and goes, "Oh man, I just spilled paint on the couch." I'm like, what? And I'm assuming that's like a flick of a brush. You know what I mean? And I come out and there's paint all over these people's couch. And there's the panic. You know when there's a fuck up and it's not like, and you're like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Like running around, getting water. Getting water.
2: There's nothing you could do at that point. You guys have to buy them a new couch, right?
0: Oh, no. I got it out. Wow. Yeah. I was going to ask who's the brains of this operation, but I'm beginning to think that this isn't really a brains type of operation. I was
1: the brains of the recovery because wet paint right away can't come out with water.
2: Interesting. But right away,
0: there's no, there's no, you can't uh, wait around. I can't believe that. There must have been some sort of Scotch guard on that couch or something. That doesn't sound right. No, we. I took the cover right off and like soaked through and like
1: scrubbed vigorously. I'm surprised I didn't scrub a hole into the material. I
2: but, hope for uh, your sake that person isn't listening.
0: <laughs> this this painting thing really does sound like killing people, right?
2: Yeah, you, you just had to clean a couch. Yeah, the
1: couches. <laughs> it has some eerie similarities, yeah. but I assure you, everything's on the up and up. But uh, yeah, so. That was just a horrible end of the week. But other than that, you know, lockdown is a lockdown.
2: Simon, how was
0: your week, sir? Um, blood doesn't come as easily out of couches. Do you care to expand? <laughs> no, oh. my week was fine. Thank you.
2: <laughs> and uh, Okay.
0: Not uh, even yeah, an no, antidote. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's just, it's hard to follow that, Maddie. you know?
2: Yeah, I his guess, paint yeah.
0: story—like it's just enthralling. Listening, and I find myself lost in the magic of it all.
2: I mean, it's also but tough you, I, when you're not doing anything, and he's. Well, I guess you worked this week.
0: I did. Yeah. yeah, my my job is not as exciting as killing people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, also, uh,
1: my uh, brother is having a baby. So shout oh, out to Sean if he's listening. Congratulations, congratulations, Sean! Congrats, Very Sean. exciting. I'm going to be an uncle again. There you go. How was your week, Matt?
2: Oh, dude, I'm just so done with this fucking lockdown. If it, I know they're going to extend it too, I'm not. I'm not kidding myself.
1: I hope you, as you constantly are wrong. wrong. Again.
2: Yes, I hope, as usual, I am too. That's why I said it out loud. Could um, I uh,
0: jump back in there for a sec?
2: Oh, there's more of your week. Re-
0: yeah, yeah, just worthy noting that I, I did watch Yellowstone on. Kamar's, oh, yeah. um that we talked about it off air, but I think it's worth mentioning to the the masses that uh, yeah, Kamar was right. Yellowstone, amazing show. <laughs> it's a, I it's defy a lo- I defy anyone not to love it. It's it's a lockdown special,
1: like it's what the world needed, man.
2: Well, and I watched the I Tiger guess, Doc, so there you go. I I met him halfway.
0: That was good too, um, yeah. and yeah, you could have said right at the start, Kamar. No, Tiger Woods did not make that documentary. He, well, he he's in it. No, I know, but it wasn't like a Michael Jordan. No, um, no, 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 no. The no, whole but, second episode is just like. But he has to sign off on that. There's no oh, way. Yeah, yeah. Of course, of course.
1: But no, it's not. It wasn't like the Michael Jordan one at all. No,
2: no.
0: But Anyways. very informative. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Matt. Back to your week.
2: No, that was it. I'm tired of this lockdown. I did nothing. I do nothing. I'm tired of this um don't
0: don't you get so depressed when you're watching a show though and it's amazing and then it's over it's the worst thing ever it's like real that's real depression
2: well that's sad but i know the feeling yeah <laughs> um kamar do you want to run down the uh guest list for us
1: yeah it's a wild week joe's back to four a week and a late drop on saturday i believe uh this week we uh start off with um the man who started all, 1601, Brian Redband. Then we have 1602, Justin Hart-Wrenching.
2: Thanks, Michael Hart-wrenching. Scott. Wrenching. That was really good. <laughs>
1: 1602. Uh, then we have 1603, The Big Brown has returned, Brendan Schaub. And finished off the week, uh, 1604, The Wild Card, Jamar Neighbors. We have poor man's Mr. T.
0: What a <laughs> fucking
1: terrible week.
2: Yeah. You know what? And well, I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm doing the show a disservice because I know that my own terrible mood is playing into some of my ratings. But I still think this week would have played poorly non-lockdown.
1: I'll ask you this though: there were three comedians on the show this week: Brian Redban, Brendan Schaub, Jamar Neighbors. Okay, well, if
2: two of were- those it's super questionable, but go ahead.
1: Wow, that's what they call themselves. But if you were at some sort of comedy festival and you choice to see either one of them, who would you go see? Oh, neighbors.
0: neighbors.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perfect.
0: U- unanimous. Fuck. Unanimous. Yes. We have
2: an yes. agreement.
0: Well, if we it wasn't unanimous, then this podcast is over. Cause like we're, we're way too on opposite sides of the spectrum.
1: Well, I'm glad to be agreed about that. And, um, I know, uh, Matt, you threw your hands up in the air with uh, Brian Redband, but I mean, with the switchover, it was long overdue.
2: He had been in already.
1: In the new studio? Yes. Yes. No, 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 no,
2: no. Yes. He had been a guest and a producer.
1: Oh, that's right. That's right. With Jamie and COVID.
0: <laughs> I'm like Joe. My recall is really going out <laughs> the window. It's fine. <laughs> we got to get you some alpha brain, bud.
2: Yeah, that's why when you kept saying long overdue, I was like, I don't know. I was like, I think I've I've gotten my and, Brian Phil.
0: And I don't mean to jump the gun here, but this couldn't be a better subway. Joe has a fucking vending machine outside the studio that gives away free alpha brain.
1: Yeah, as he owns the company.
2: I was gonna say that's the perks of, yeah, perks of owning the company. That's baller, fellas.
1: Baller. But I'll say one thing about this week is uh, since we've had the delays and nothing's live, often um, poignant news stories are sort of lost. Yeah. So you listen to the whole week is like they're oblivious. But fortunately this week, the biggest news story of the week was uh, covered on the podcast. Hold which on. would have would, been in the post show.
2: I would say it was touched on.
1: It was touched on with uh, Shab, like breaking news and then uh, revisited with uh, neighbors.
2: Yeah, I just there... wish they had spent more time talking about it or had any knowledge of but yeah. Well, maybe
0: we can maybe we yeah, can yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was also a moment in the I think it was the Brian Redban episode where you could clearly like they gave away again that it was recorded way before. So it sort of takes you out of
1: it.
2: I don't know. I feel like also did they mention that Bert had been in the studio? Am I wrong? Huh? I thought what? I caught I thought I caught him say he was like Bert was in here and Bert wouldn't like uh touch me or hug me. He just stood in the corner. And I was like, if Bert's been in the studio, how has he not done an episode? Either way.
1: Well wow. hearing that it could be in the can, as yeah. they say. That's true. <laughs>
2: all right. Well, as we normally do, let's uh start by rating this week. I'm sure it's gonna get a fucking high rating from all of us. We'll start with Simon this week. Simon, it what do you gets, rate this week?
0: Uh, a two, I guess.
2: Two, two oddly feels um, generous for me, but I... Mm, no, I'm going one and a half. Fuck this. One and a half.
1: I'm just a generous guy. I'm giving it two and a half.
2: Yeah, I'm not a generous guy. So,
1: I think I understand where the stroke fallings are, but I try to compartmentalize my desires for guests and whatnot and try to look it up with fresh eyes and um, where it could be entertaining or interesting. So, Mm -hmm. who was guest number two?
2: Justin. Justin Ren. Oh, right. The fight for the forgotten.
0: Oh, I know. I tried to forget.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Zing! (laughs) Um, right, well, let's get into it then. I'm ready. Are we ready? First (laughs) guest
1: of the week, we had a marathon
2: 1601. Brian Redband.
0: Yeah, Simon's on the same page. On the same page. Um, Yeah, Brian Redband. I fucked up this... Head is ginormous.
1: Well, his body's ginormous. If you ever see the pullback, he looks like a toad in wrapped in tinfoil. That's nice. I guess that was not the nicest thing I could have said. But uh, yeah, this,
0: toad it, wrapped in tinfoil.
2: <laughs> uh, the old, this, the old tin foil toad.
1: This was a tough one because it was a four-hour marathon, and they talked about everything under the sun. And I went no crazy, and uh, it's garbage. But right off the bat, they picked the wrong clothing for the um, podcast. Because it was too hot? Well, they complain constantly, like, he's going to sweat to death or something. It's like they bought real astronaut suits. Oh, yeah. They, they don't spare expense, <laughs> but uh, they had to imagine Jamie was freezing with jacking up the air conditioning while they were dying. So shout out to Jamie for uh, bearing through that.
2: Jamie's got a parka on in the studio. Um, yeah, these Brian episodes, I just tend to fucking, I'm not going to lie, I tend to tune out for half of them. Just Brian with his non sequiturs and garbage.
0: Here's the problem is that in all due respect to Brian, yeah, his takes suck. Yeah. And he laughs harder than anyone else at his takes. He yes. tells really bad stories. They're not funny. And when they're talking about something serious and he has to give like a serious take.
2: You don't get it. With he-
0: all with all due respect, garbage.
1: He's not there. But um I mean we speculated about a breakup between Brian or whatever, but I mean it's clear Joe loves Brian. There's there's yeah, no of um, there's there's no
0: uh two ways about it. It's also clear that Joe I think knew that uh I can see your wealth line there, Maddie. Not yeah. bad. <laughs> um uh it's also clear that Joe had the foresight to see that this show could not proceed with Brian
2: never
1: but my personal take is
0: Brian wanted to
1: spread his wings and fly and do other things yes and Joe and just, Joe was like please,
2: it, please 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 spread
1: go go, go your <laughs> way free bird and I, and I think there's an excellent rapport between uh, Jamie and uh, Brian with the Ohio Connection producer nerdy thing Um off the bat Do you guys think you miss the theater experience or are you fine never going to a movie theater again?
2: I don't think we're done with theaters. I'm not on board with Joe's take on that.
0: Well, you check the AMC stock and get back to me.
2: Yeah, well, stock goes up and down. I mean, right now, (laughs) right now they can't open. So, of course, their stock is down. I do believe, though, listen, there's a lot of movies that people want to see in the big theaters that just won't cut it at home. There's a lot of poor people out there that don't have massive TVs and like insane surround sound. I just, I don't know. I still like the movie experience.
1: I, I think so too. There's just something fun about going to it. But uh, this transition of brand new movies just coming out might, might be the backbreaker. I, I hope not. I, I do like the theater experience still.
2: I mean, I'll say this. Like I, I happened to just notice, um, like Mary pointed out, she was like, it's like 40 bucks to rent Wonder Woman on the iTunes store and I was like $40. Like that's, I, I just don't know that that model works either though. You know what I mean? That'd
1: be
0: inconvenient if you wanted to watch Wonder Woman. Well, not for Wonder Woman, but if it was something really cool and you, you're like, okay, well all four of us were going to the Hold movies, on though. So. But you're
2: saying it, you're saying it as a, as a family man. Like if you're a single guy who's like, I don't know, doesn't have a lot of friends. Like you have, I, it just, you you price out a lot of people, I feel like. Whereas the movies, like, I don't know. I mean, again, if I you mean, were at the movies alone, you were probably looked at as some weird incel anyway.
0: The... um, I only really got back into going to movies again when they let you book your own seats. You know, they made, like, everybody... The seats yeah. got bigger, you sat further away from people. So it was already going in that direction. And my mentality was, look, I go to the movies so rarely to not have to be close to other people. I'm willing to pay more money. So maybe that's the direction it'll head, you know? I just and, don't see it ever going back to the way it was. And that movie experience you talk about, it, I think
1: that's $25 a ticket.
0: It is $25 yeah, a VIPs, ticket.
2: Yeah, but the VIP I, was yeah. a great experience. That was like, that's how exactly. movies should have been forever.
1: Experience.
0: So what? you're spending 40 bucks on yourself and you get popcorn and a drink. Yeah. Well, this is what I was driving at. I just don't like... You're paying at home. Yeah, I get it. One there's a difference, though, is it's like hard. you're
2: just shipping it into my house. It's so much less for you. If it's at the theater, like there's I, I I don't know. They can justify it at the theater more than just giving it to me in my home for $40. Uh,
0: I mean, if they don't have theaters, that's the way movies get watched. End a story, right? Like if you want to watch the movie, then... Whatever. I don't know.
2: And I get it. They're also looking at it like, well, you could rent it and just bring 15 people over to your house.
0: Well, that too. And you also rent it for like 24 days or something. No,
2: you rent it for two days.
0: Oh, yeah? Only two days?
2: Well, keep in mind, it stays in your thing for 30, but the second you press play, you only have...
0: Oh, uh, I see. You can wait up to 30 days to watch it. Correct, yeah. Okay. Well, still two days, you could theoretically watch that movie... 200 times yeah. get your money's
2: worth or rip it onto the internet a hundred times well, that too what else you got Kumar? i then really brian there's talked, nothing
1: oh, oh there's so much we'll, we'll, we'll figure out when to put a uh, pin in it or whatever but uh brian talked about his um move to austin in his tesla which is like a um
2: oh that sounds luxurious to-
1: a whole bunch of guys talking about their Teslas and stuff but when that truck is out it will feel like we're in the future when you see one of those drive down the street yeah. i'm very excited for that
2: he made a great uh, point just, though like i used to we used to drive to florida every year and for sure what a great experience it would be to just um
1: tesla navigating for you to know where to go oh
2: dude it'd be so incredible and to just like just not have to do anything but just sit there. Great! What a great experience that would be.
1: So that's just a massive advantage Tesla has right now. Put some years ahead of any other electric car manufacturer.
2: Yeah. Just
0: we, another way, King. Uh,
2: King Elon. What
0: says Elon is going to uh, imprison you as you smile and walk your way into the gas chamber. Best friends with Bill Gates.
1: Did you guys think Fieros were cool when you were young? Never thought. Never thought they were cool.
2: Um, no, too like small and cheesy. I thought
1: Thunderbirds were cool. I thought the Fiero was like a cool little spy car, but I also like Miatas. It
0: had that fucked up back. It was weird.
1: Well, I mean, now I know it was a piece of shit, but
0: I liked Miatas when I was a kid.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll side with you there. A little roadster. And then, um, how long do you think they... until
2: there's a Tesla drive-by shooting?
0: Oh, because it's so convenient.
2: Well, I'm just saying, no you, you don't even need a, a wheelman anymore.
0: It's fucking brilliant.
2: Yo, drive me how to the long hood
0: before <laughs> before it's a robot who shoots you out of a Tesla at the behest of King Elon. <clears throat>
2: Not even. You're right. So Tesla starts offering like a a butler service, and <laughs> you get your butler to shoot him out the window. Wasn't even That's- me.
0: That's the real berserker mode, or whatever the fuck they call it. Yeah. Sorry, Kumar.
2: Go ahead, Kumar. My apologies.
0: Ludicrous, ludicrous mode. Uh, then they discussed the uh, Chappelle COVID scandal.
1: Unfortunately, not alluding to when Dave would be on the show, as he said he'd come on the. Um, after the inauguration. But Joe emphatically said that Ugh. Dave did not get
0: COVID from Grimes, which leads me to believe she got COVID from Grimes. <laughs> and then, and, but has been going hard with this, like, um, and it wasn't somebody in the show. It was yeah. a careless person. Yeah. No relation to the show. Yeah. For it sure. Like, the For the sure. podcast
1: host doth protest too much. Fuck. But I have no proof. I have no proof
2: Keep in mind, though, uh, he then also, in the same breath, was like, uh, "But then Dave canceled the show mid-show uh, because a bunch of people tested positive, and then it, and then just immediately brushed onto the next fucking subject, which I thought was convenient."
1: Sometimes we dive into things. Sometimes we just <laughs> skim over them. I get it. Um, Then they covered, I mean, you can't believe anything you read or see, but Wuhan, back to business, which is frustrating a year later, and we're in this lockdown. But I I do not know what the truth to that is. If you
0: don't believe the pictures and the videos of people dropping dead on the street in Wuhan, then why do you believe the ones of the rave?
1: That's what I'm just saying. But they touched on it, and uh, Jamie tried to support it.
2: Let me also ask you this. What makes you think, in a city you had never heard of, that had 20 million people, okay? What makes you think truly that like, maybe they didn't just kill off everyone with COVID? Like it's the Chinese government. They could have wiped out 2 million people for all we know and then just been like, we move on. That's it.
1: I mean, all we can do is speculate. I just look at that. Hopefully, um, optimistically that
0: our return to normal is around the corner.
2: Yeah. I hope I hope so as well, Kamar.
0: Um, They've and- got a, a lot of killing to do first.
1: And then uh, Joe agreed with me, as I said last week or the week before, that the Capitol Hill event may just be the uh, coup de grace for um, Trump. He just can't recover from it. Well, you guys, he'll be fine. He'll get through this.
2: Uh, Well, I, I think if he doesn't get impeached, he will get through it. I still stand by that.
0: Well, what does getting through mean? Like,. Well, well
1: I, I think I think what Matt said, if he doesn't get impeached, that helps him. Because if he gets impeached, he can't run again. But I just think it's, it's going to be such a stain on him forever.
0: No, like, I'm in agreement with you, Kamar. I think that the people who were not, like, ardent Trump supporters, not the crazy red hat wearers, but, like, people who maybe still voted for him would have shifted at that point. And are you going to get those people back? No, probably not. So Matt's probably right. It makes it stronger with the people who were like, you know, crazy about him. But I think it hurts him in the end. I, like, I agree with that statement.
2: I just don't think and I just don't know, though, that we see him go away. Kamar. that's all I'm saying. Oh, no, I got to turn my fucking hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We cannot continue this. We cannot continue this podcast like this. There we go. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There, we're good. Are you gonna? Okay. Keep, are you gonna keep going? Nothing.
1: Nothing changed. So I'm confused. But you were talking.
2: Yeah. Sorry, I talking? got a phone call that interrupted everything. That like put everything on the fritz. So I had to quickly put on the old airplane mode. There. Sorry.
0: Okay. No problem. But you were talking.
2: I wasn't. What was I saying?
0: Okay.
1: Forget it. We will just pick up. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> and, and really, the, the the biggest letdown for Trump is that he didn't uh, pardon Assange and Snowden. That really could have helped me um, save some uh, dignity.
2: What about arresting all the pedophile ring?
1: Yes, yes, the, all all the possible things that were supposed to happen that would vindicate um, the support did not happen. But that that really was in reach of being done. Um. Then they talk about Brian's health, which, like, if anyone, like, you know, through osmosis of sitting there episode after episode <laughs> about being healthy stuff, it's just not happening for Brian. So just give it up. Let him live his life. It's true.
2: It's so uh, we're true. we're no
1: better because we've heard all these episodes. We've heard it all. And we,
0: you, you cherry pick what you want to use. Oh, that is so funny, Kamar. No, it, it's so true. Like, you would think that something would see (laughs) nothing but lard and butter lard and butter i mean Um, again
2: he's living his best fucking life let brian be like joe could drop yes yes, imagine if brian outlived joe by 20 years like who's laughing then you know what i mean
1: and and that's quite possible highly unlikely but possible (laughs) um
0: joe's new. sorry no no I, i was gonna change subject but finished joe's new stance uh I think from what I'm gathering is like no more vaccine. He thinks he's strong enough to beat this shit on his own. Well, that that was the point in the very last episode that the, yeah. the questions put to him. But yeah, um, well, they, that wasn't his answer last week.
1: I, I, I thought his point though, the last week of the episode, the question answered and he gave a more definitive answer. Uh, we, we'll revisit that. He made a point about, and there's nothing better than sitting by a fire. eh? It's like, nice. You just sit by a fire and watch it for hours. And is there something in our DNA that we're just like, look at the fire? Because it, it, it was such a survival thing way back when that we will always just love it, you know, even though it can be dangerous.
2: Yeah, I could see that. I mean, I, and, I, I often uh, find myself mesmerized by a good fire.
1: But like, I, I just, I've never thought of a time where I did not have a good time sitting by a fire. The even, crackle, the flames, the heat.
2: Even the fake one on your TV can end up being mesmerizing in a way. You know, what Christmas, how you get the fucking... Really? You can't... I've, Dude, I've actually sat there it, and...
1: It helps. There ain't nothing like the real thing.
2: Of course, it's heat. heat.
1: Although, have you guys seen uh, Manchester by the Sea? No. That's not a good fire movie. Um, I'll leave that at that. Then it was interesting, they talked about the wolf story... Which the was, Russians and the German troops yeah. had to stop fighting uh, for the because
2: um, they're Symedirac. wolves.
1: Like these wolves are killing us. We got to stop. Like get our senses together. And it's just unfortunate that this virus could have been that opportunity for humankind, but it did not work out that way.
2: Um, this GameStop thing might be for at least for the states.
0: Well, yeah, uh, we'll get that because it started in the Shab episode. I That's do want to get yeah, into yeah. that. No, to quote Joe. We need an alien invasion.
1: But, but he, he said the, the uh, virus is sort of like alien. But yeah, unfortunately, that did not happen. I I, th- I think it's divided us more. Yeah, you
0: need, yeah boots virus. On, you, you need boots on the ground.
2: Actually, to quote Make Joe... Alien boots. To quote Joe, those QAnon guys are just like Bigfoot believers.
0: Oh, that must have stung. He doubled tackle- down. I tackled this last week. Like,
2: Dude, he said it again, though. He doubled down, I, Simon. I couldn't well, believe listen, it.
0: Well, listen, I can't help Joe from being an asshole sometimes, you know?
2: Yeah, I feel you. It's got to be like, a, tough, again, a tough one.
0: Again, it's all, it's all your perspective on Bigfoot. If you look at it as an alien, he's just contradicting himself.
1: And if you want Bigfoot to be real, it's real. If you want Q to be real, it's real. It's it's, it's very, very similar. Um, no,
0: it's not similar <laughs> at all. It's just, not similar at
1: all. I just tried to pave that over and move on. But no, no, of, of course not.
0: q non is... If, if we were saying that, like, I don't know, Bigfoots were operating like an island off the shore of Barbados where they were honeypotting um, <laughs> politicians, well, then we have something to talk about.
2: That's why we haven't seen Bigfoot because Epstein got arrested. He's like, whoa, I got to distance myself from that whole <laughs> I gotta, thing.
0: I got to lay low. Yeah. We're staying a, in the caves. There's the a lot of photos of me and that on. guy. Yeah. Anyways.
2: Kamar, are you uh, they, shirtless? They were, Did I just t- notice t- that you're shirtless under that sweater?
0: I'm dying
1: here. I'm in a sweater. It's, it's too all hot. Good. Like That's it's okay. Just 40 checking. degrees in here.
0: <laughs> I thought that was his
1: sweater. <laughs> <laughs> um, they talked about AI, and we, uh, we were lucky when we started this uh, podcast. There was a bunch of AI guys. And like looking at what hasn't happened by this point, I think AI is a lot further away than maybe we thought or speculated, say a year ago, two years ago.
0: Yeah. The AI guys and the fucking astrophysicists, like we should just call it like it is, you know? You might as well just have fucking occult guys on. It's the same, it's the same. No explanations.
2: Anyways. Wow. You, no explanations?
0: Ma- magic, Matt.
2: Magic, okay.
1: Well, no, there, there was just a sense that it would be like something would happen on Tuesday and by next Tuesday, it'd be like, oh, we're so much further ahead, but it just, it seems like it's a, maybe COVID slowed it down even, but it just seems like it's a slow
2: I disagree, someone Someone posted a video the other day of those Boston dynamic robots, which I know is not like full AI, but They posted the video of like the progression they've made. Fuck that. It's like year by year. It's just, we're getting there. Trust me. We just don't know because we're dummies. Sorry, Simon, go ahead. Do
0: you think it's possible, Kamar, that um, maybe they're waiting for like, they have to wait for the X factor and everything up until that point is just kind of like spinning your wheels? You're asking if they're waiting for something that they don't know necessarily will happen. There's they're very scientific, but... They're waiting for, like, some technology that they simply don't have yet.
1: The discovery of hard-to-find-ium or something? <laughs>
0: something.
1: <laughs> uh, no, I don't think that. I, I, I don't
0: think that's very scientific, but... I, I just Since like, when are you fucking, like, an advocate of science? Since when do you get offended? Because I just don't emphatically agree
1: with you. I'm just saying, uh, if you asked me a year ago, i like, any day now robots overload, and I'm like, I don't know. Maybe not in my lifetime.
2: Well, wow, I mean, you just kept saying X-Factor. That was your big thing last yeah, year. Yeah,
0: And then all of a sudden, X-Factor is out. Well, I just don't see anything coming on the pipe. I, hey, Simon, I you, hope I'm wrong. You don't see the X-Factor, man.
1: It just happens. This is true. I just feel like this... I hate talking about COVID, but just expose how not advanced we are that the, the the archaic ways we're dealing with this and stuff like
0: they made a vaccine in under a year that should show you how incredibly advanced I guess we are they made
1: a vaccine that might not work in under a year I, I don't know i just I just think we're not advanced they don't know where it came anyways I don't want to talk about that at all, I wish but, there was um, video
2: of this just for the listeners because this guy has a mask <laughs> tied around his fucking headphones. He's got just so a sweater gross. on no shirt under.
1: It's so gross. It's so gross. <laughs> um, back to the podcast. Uh Joe talked about people complaining and stuff uh, because life has gone too easy for us, okay. and I was I was talking to buddy the other day that romance is actually a relatively new thing to humankind. Because so? uh, par- Partnering up in survival used to be a lot more important than getting flowers and, uh, you know, writing uh, sweet notes to keep someone fancy. But can like, I, I ask say, you... Within the last hundred
2: years. What can I ask you, though? Maybe romance has always been around. It just wasn't in, like, those... Like, you're thinking about it in a Hallmark way. Like, maybe romance used to be like, oh, he went out and beat the shit out of the the caveman down the way. That's so romantic. You know what I mean? Like, that's sort of...
1: Again, I I think that goes more survival. Just like we know that De Beers invented the engagement ring. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I I just think we take things for granted. I I just thought it was an interesting point. Um, They love the Queen's
0: Gambit to uh, Simon Chagrin. Well, they're fucking idiots. And... I mean, you don't know what, ha- what you don't know what cavemen did. For no, all I, you know, they were super fucking romantic.
2: That's also true.
0: It, it, it was, it was a idea.
1: There's no, there, there are no facts to it. I cannot stand on it. But I just, survival was more important than romance and uh, complaining about genders or whatever uh, buzz topic you want that really isn't as important as, you know, uh, what are the the hierarchy of needs? Housing, love, and food. Um, do you guys remember War Games, Matt? You might have been too young. Of course, I remember War Games. But I know I, that was like the height of the nuclear fear. Do you remember like watching like this shit could happen? so it could hack in, and I just think like it's weird. We must be more that must be more possible today with the internet and hackers' abilities than then. But no one just talks about it's just not on anyone's radar for some reason.
2: Didn't they talk about some 11 year old girl hacking into like some bank server in under in like under five minutes? I mean, yeah, I would assume we're much more susceptible to that now. I assume
0: On the same end, the same thing that makes us smarter to be able to hack in makes them better to protect it. So I don't think anybody's hacking into the nuclear codes.
2: Simon, I think the point is maybe it used to be something that, like you actually used to have to turn a key. It was something tactile had to be done, whereas now maybe you could just launch them.
0: I still think you do. There's a football and like there's a the whole thing.
2: Yeah, but those are just codes. I still believe a hacker could launch any. I mean, who knows? But wasn't that what that was what that Stuxnet shit was about in Iran a few I, years ago?
1: I just think the when I was a kid, the media, media and like uh, entertainment media, really uh, harped on the danger of us blowing ourselves up and
0: it's just as dangerous today but no one talks about it I mean I'm surprised that <laughs> with so much access to nuclear weapons that nobody has fired one at somebody else that to me is more surprising
1: it seems quite interesting
2: um, since considering, World War II.
0: yeah, yeah
2: no I and agree then, yeah. when,
0: that's when the nukes came around wasn't it
2: yeah, but I'm but saying it, it, they have been dropped like on the, people.
0: It feels like the nukes went away, but they haven't gone away. There's just
1: many. They're just dangerous. By just, we uh, we put it to bed, and hopefully we'll do that with this COVID one day.
2: It's then a weird... A bunch of t- hold on, though. It's very odd to think about the fact that everyone has them, or like all the powers have them, but we're all in agreement that it's like we can't use them or we're all fucked. So why... Ha- it's the biggest
0: waste of money ever.
2: It's insane. But they all it's keep ridiculous. them. It's ridiculous. Maybe
0: they don't, like... maybe they don't really exist, maybe nobody's got nukes,
1: uh yeah, tell that to people in Hiroshima jo- uh, jo-
0: well uh, i am just maybe it was a different type of explosion okay
1: i i i I could go down that road um <laughs> then there was a bunch of tech talk where... he gets about
0: angry to... about the x factor, but he's okay with the imaginary nukes, of course. all right, okay, <laughs>
1: um. What happened to uh, the uh, vagina pics? You're
0: going to have to be more... um, He meant like celebrity. There was a lot of them
2: for a a year.
1: There was a cooch pick coming up. And I mean, there's more phones than ever. And I think Joe was spot on. That that was 100%
2: set up. um, Yeah, it was like sex tapes. It was like clean sex tapes. And you could play the victim.
1: And I, turn it into money. But now everyone I'm, just has their own uh, Instagram.
0: I'm surprised after that there wasn't like a rash of cock shots.
2: Oh, John Hamm has been photoshopping a big penis on himself for years, according to a good friend of ours.
1: There, There's cock shots, but there's no male outfit where you spread your legs and you
0: expose yourself in that aspect. Unless you were wearing a kilt. Thank you.
2: I don't know. What about like short shorts or some shit?
0: Yeah, short shorts. There you go. The head just pops out, yeah. you know. Little hedgehog. Yeah, I, I think little, just everyone little has shot. I
2: like that. I, there you
1: go. I, I think everyone have their own Instagram, their own OnlyFans. Put that to rest because you can just do it yourself. Is there enough porn?
2: No. <laughs> of course there is.
1: I think there is, but they're still making porn. You know what I mean? Like companies are still making porn.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. that's a weird. I mean.
0: No, that that is peculiar. Why are they still making porn? Well, but like, hold on, stop. Is, that's pushing the envelope. You know.
2: Well, is there enough movies?
0: I guess, but
2: because most people not, would argue, more about The, the
1: story porn's more about the uh, fucking.
2: Well, either way, I'm just saying is you could make the same How argument m- about any like any sort of thing like that. Is there enough so- like music is a good example? You'd think we've written enough songs, right?
0: The big question is, how, no. many, how many people, like, for real, do you think watch porn without jerking off?
2: Is this a, real, is this a real question?
0: Yeah, this is a real question. It'd be like, if, they, if someone invented a new position. Well, no, my, <laughs> my, my, point, my point is, like, there's a purpose to the porn. Hence, to arouse and. Release. why do you have to keep making the new por- – there's more porn than any person could ever go through in a lifetime. If you stop every anybody, now and watch all anybody, the porn made – if they stop making porn today, you couldn't watch all the porn before you die. Th- this is what I'm saying. So by that logic, no more porn needs to be made. That market is covered and they should just be running off the – what do you call it when you make uh, make money off television shows that Residuals. Aired. In perpetuity, thank you, Kamar. Again, I'll say it again.
2: That you could argue the same thing. There's been enough music made that if you started listening to the music that was made right now, you would never listen to all of it before you died. So why do we make new music? Why do we make new movies? Like I don't know. You're
0: not listening to music to come, you know what I mean? It's
2: you're not.
0: No, Matt, we just said nobody's watching porn if they're not jerking off. And the
1: music comes you. from the
0: artist needs to express themselves.
2: Well, maybe these girls the, need to express themselves a, too. I music mean,
1: is animal. New sluts need to
2: show how they can fuck. I mean,
0: okay, but, that's that's it. That's an interesting argument. I can there you go. I can fuck with
2: that. Oh, can you?
0: Like, I, I,
1: I'd be interested if there was ever like a big wave of micro penis porn. That that
0: never gets popular.
2: Oh, that's so a pretty terrible basic. Idea. I think you're also forgetting, Kamar, like, like
0: feeding a TikTok to a whale.
2: Kamar, mm-hmm. you're also forgetting that technology advances and like think about television. Like if we just stop making TV for 20 years, I mean, I guess you wouldn't know because nothing new would be made. So you wouldn't know how good TV could be. But you know what I mean? It's like, I don't know, like VR porn. I've never tried it, but I imagine that would probably be leaps and bounds better than the porn I've been. Drinking.
1: I'm waiting. I'm waiting until it gets a bit better. for that level. <laughs>
2: But you know what I mean? Like, think about it. When we used to jerk off, it was to magazines. And, like, you would jerk off to the same f- magazines that were under your bed, in your closet, whatever, for a long time. And it sucked. Yeah. Yeah. And now
0: you have unlimited porn at your disposal. And I think it's you're great. Just, I think you're just strengthening the argument, though, that at this point, you, you don't need more porn.
2: No, I think you're strengthening it. Make more porn, people.
1: Well, I know I'm not saying I'm not saying I want porn to stop. I just there seems like there's a lot of porn out there and that they keep making it I mean, obviously everything is for money at the end of the day, not for um to help people who uh, can't drink off. But at least for the next one, the um ex-Makina strip club, like that will change everything, right?
2: Oh yeah, when they have disposable strippers that you or can customize.
1: You, or your sex robot, like will you be watching porn or will you just be banging your perfect Android or whatever that form is.
2: Well, it's like total recall.
1: Yeah. So I think, I think, I think they will be making porn till that. And that will be like a, a BC moment or whatever, like a drastic change.
2: Simon seems to agree or disagree. Simon's just totally disinterested.
0: No, I, I, I'm listening. I, I, I agree. I think that's coming at some point. But again, once uh, that happens, you definitely don't need porn anymore. I do
1: never have to hear Joe pronounce pineapple jalapeno <laughs> again. <laughs> do you hate how he says it? Is it just me? <laughs> how, he, how does he, he say the it? Peas.
2: I also I can't believe.
1: is delicious.
2: I also refuse to believe that he sat down. They were like, you can create any flavor you want. And that's what he came up with. And that he stands by it. <laughs> I bet he chose the uh, worst whiskey.
1: I, well, no. Th- this is this is just the CBD drink. We'll get into that. Yeah, that's you're talking well. You're
0: talking about Kill Cliff, right? It's, it's a Kill Cliff. Joe, which I yeah. think the Simpsons might want to uh, sue him. So forever, we were like, Joe must have a piece of Kill Cliff. He talks about this shit all the time. Why and are you saying like, it no. like
2: that? Kill Cliff? What do you mean? Kill Cliff? Kill a Kill Cliff? Thank you. Kill Cliff? That's, a- That's how you kept saying it.
0: I didn't say it like that.
2: Oh, they're going to play it back. Everyone can just rewind 30 seconds, listen to Simon say it. and then Like it was again. a question?
0: Kill Cliff?
2: Kill Cliff? <laughs> I don't know.
0: Anyways, whatever, Fine. man. Kill Cliff. Whatever that fucking company is called. But he is a part of it.
2: Like he owns a piece? Or he's just well, sponsored know. by them?
0: He's doing something with them
2: now. I don't know if you guys caught it, too. At some point, he said he was sponsored by that scooter company. And I was like, how do you have sponsors still? Like, what ads are you running that?
0: Yeah, that was the Jamar Neighbors one. Well, he runs ads just by talking about it on the show.
2: Oh, so that and was just, you're saying? Him meant he was like, "This is my embedded
0: ad. embedded ads." Yeah.
2: Oh, by the way, did I mention? Yeah, good point. Good point. And his
0: Instagram posts and stuff. We've yeah. talked about that. Remember, there was like a yeah. influx after the move,
1: mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. And, and you and using stuff. <coughs> um. Yeah. Or getting I mean, his daughter to use it in this case. Yeah. This is like a,
1: so far, you know, an hour and a half into the podcast. Like they, they just uh, We've heard too many Brian Redbands, but for me, I happened to be stuck in a closet when I listened to this, and it was uh it was a, uh, it was all right for me. Uh Brian's shortcomings aside or whatever, just talking about everything under the sun. Um, it was interesting. they talked about EdTV uh, and uh, like the Truman show, how that's come to fruition. <laughs> you know, like everyone just shows
0: their own story. I I had one note from this episode because they were talking about um, how different people look now than how they did. Maybe they were talking about plastic surgery. I don't even remember where it came from. But I pulled up just a picture of Joe back in the day, like news radio Joe and Joe now. Yeah. There's a human being who looks nothing the same. Like, do it right now if you can. Pull up those two pictures. You can't even see like the old Joe and the new Joe. We're just so used to the way Joe is now that I'm telling you, man, two totally different human beings.
2: I mean, you're talking about talking about 30 years too.
0: 30 years and testosterone and all that. No, I'm just it's not an insult. It's just it's a realization I came to.
2: But Simon, you're what, 43? Yeah. Okay, so in seven years. If I take a photo of you and then post that photo, I have a view with the big afro.
0: Yeah. I'll look way different. You know what
2: I mean? Like it's not, and again, I get what you're saying. He also was on the TRT and the, it's, the you know,
0: it's nothing to do with Joe's hair.
2: I get take it. It's his entire body. Ablation. I understand.
0: It's, it's the look, the, the, like, look at the two pictures. They are not, you don't see like a progression. You know what I'm saying? It's oh, just, I, I think if you had
1: all your photos lined up, you'd see a progression. Because the hair is the biggest
0: thing, right? It's just, just not. It's big. the structure of his face. It's everything, man. But his he, body but he, even.
1: You mentioned wh- why his face is so big.
2: Well, he uses that yeah, ring I thing. Know.
0: Well, that too. No, I think it all has to do with uh, testosterone. Yeah, probably. I, I'll one hundred percent. And I'm it's so not that. an insult; it's just remarkable how that like changes you as a person.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, we'll revisit that because they mentioned that in uh, the Shaba episode. Um, how do you guys feel like about Bruce Springsteen?
0: I like him. I like him. I mean, I'm not, I don't have like Bruce Springsteen albums that I play all the time, but if a good Bruce Springsteen song comes on, I'm in. I just felt like they they brought him up and like, yeah, Bruce Springsteen, love it or leave it, whatever. Well, that's kind of how I feel, love it or leave it.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm indifferent. I couldn't, like, if you're like, fuck the boss, I'm like, I don't care. And also if you're like, I love the boss, I'm like, yeah, I don't care.
0: Yeah. But he's got some good songs, for sure.
2: Like my uncle. I'm leaning... My uncle is a huge fucking Springsteen fan. The one that owned the music studio, and he just—you know—you can't say anything anti-boss around him, or, or it's go time.
1: Yeah, I think it might be an era thing, but I just—he's a storyteller. I mean, he's anti-Trump, whatever.
0: But i, I, I like him.
2: Yeah, we got to always liked him. Got to separate the people from the art. Always.
0: It's amazing how that's just become like a thing now. Well, he's anti-Trump, but whatever. <laughs> Like, that's just how we classify people now, is whether well, no. they're fucking Trump supporters you, you, or
1: not? No, you guys have tried to pin me the. Well, how can you like them? They, they don't agree with you. And I'm gonna say I can like someone who doesn't agree with me.
0: I oh, ne- don't I shake just, your heads. Listeners, just, you know what I'm talking about. Holy fuck. I have never... you Listen, crybaby Jones, fuck. Nobody is persecuting you. It's your own stance that has painted you into a... Oh, and the yourself. Russians, the Russians are cutting Simon off. <laughs> and forgot that you had to get out of the room.
1: Oh, the listeners know what I'm talking about.
2: <laughs> what was that? You sanded the floor and forgot you had to get out of the room.
1: You sound like a fool now.
2: I like that.
0: Yeah. I like but that. A the biggest, I like a fool now. Listen what, to this fucking
1: guy. What the, one of the biggest anomalies is David Hasselhoff, though, eh? And the German connection. They're sure. playing his videos for a bit,
2: they love him. They love him in just Germany. He's like a superstar? He was there when the wall came down.
0: He's everything to them. It's just crazy. CIA. It's just crazy that, um, <laughs> that that guy is such a joke here and so love there. It's like Topsy Turby World.
2: Hold on. He's also yeah. a joke here because of that burger, that drunk burger eating thing that his daughter filmed.
0: He was a joke because of Bay One before the burger eating thing, it was like he. Come on, come but on. he was a legend because of Night Rider, right? But so even on Night Rider, the car was everything. Without the car, like it's he's just the fucking guy.
2: It's true. It was mostly Kit.
0: It yeah. it could have been anybody, but it was him. And Kit uh, was the
1: star of that show. He'll always have a special place in my heart.
2: Kamar, I, <laughs> I hate to do this. Do you have many, many other notes? Because we're this will be a five-hour episode. Otherwise, yeah, no,
1: this no, is no. hour two. This was a four-hour podcast. I, I, I think this is the I, the most we'll talk about any of the podcasts this week. To be honest with you, then there was a half-hour discussion on Bond, which we've already done. Yeah, pretty much the similar uh, things. The one interesting thing is the scene where they break in, and I think it was Moonraker. They didn't hit the name. And they uh, break into a uh, recreation of the faking of the moon landing. Yeah. Which I thought they could have gotten into more, but we all know that that's up in the air.
2: Which I thought they could have gotten into um,
1: more. They, they talked about uh, appropriation of names, which I have a bit of an issue. My stepfather went down to one of those uh, dispensaries and bought something called Moroccan hash. And as a Moroccan, I'm wondering... Is that really Moroccan hash? Should I be upset? Thoughts?
2: So, so let me ask you this: if someone if, <laughs> if someone in Nigeria was selling Canadian maple syrup, and you went in and you were like, "I fucking know that that is not Canadian maple syrup," would you really be offended?
0: No, well, <laughs> a big disease is here, yeah, obviously. Exactly. Canadian Canadian bacon is a really good point. In the states, when you order Canadian bacon, you get this weird ham shit. We don't E-mail. eat that here. No, we call we that. Pee- eat-
2: we have pea meal bacon, yeah.
0: Yeah, but our bacon, Canada is like bacon, theirs. Yeah. is just normal bacon from a pig cut the same way in strips. Like, I don't know where the fuck pea meal comes from. So
2: that bothers you?
0: Well, no, it's just the same kind of thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, they talked about, uh, I thought it was interesting, where their names came from. Do you guys have any interesting stories about where your name come from?
2: Where did where, their
0: names come from, Kamara,
2: What are you talking? Well, Joe's name is Joe because his father's oh, because name was Joe. Joe. His grandfather and grandmother right. were named Joseph and Josephine. And and that, that. Brian's name was from Brian's dance or Brian's song or Brian's whatever. song. Thank and you. Sorry, yeah. Kid Brian. My apologies. Oh, we lost Simon.
1: My my name came from my stepfather, but I never knew him, so I I don't know don't know what that the significance of it is, but obviously you guys have no...
0: My name also my grandfather. He was a Simon. I was actually named Jason when I was born. I knew that. Jason (laughs) Bourne! That's cool. Hey, good one. And then they changed it to Simon.
2: Isn't that always interesting? I I know, like, again, my little brother's name is Jesse. No one calls him that. It's Jake. Jake? Yeah, it's not even his middle name either.
0: That's weird.
2: Well, it's because I, so when we brought him home, the neighbor, we were like super close with all of our neighbors and one of the neighbors couldn't remember Jesse, just kept calling him Jake. And we thought it was hilarious. So we all started calling him Jake and it stuck. That's it.
1: There was a guy on uh, Jeopardy last week who was like a SJW and his name was Bo. And I was trying to find out where that came from. And it's a Swedish, uh, Viking name. He gave it to himself. No names, anyone, Bo.
2: What are you talking what? about? They were talking about a guy named Bo. What about in...
1: Bo Bridges? Oh, no, this is B E O U, yeah, which That's... I believe is short for Beauregard. This guy was Bo. Bo. Oh, Bo.
2: just Bo. That's interesting.
1: And I, I'm 100% it was uh, self given. Well, what about Bo Jackson?
2: Oh, what's that short wow. for? Bo Seffi.
1: Big time! No, I, I don't know. Bo- Bodequin?
2: Oh, I like that. Bodiqua?
1: Bodiqua, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, there's Bodidly. There are, there are,
0: but... Yeah, your whole thing just fell apart, Marcel. Okay, man. that wraps it up, then.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because um, Brian starts slurring and just getting really silly at the end. Oh, I terrible. I, I gotta say, I enjoyed this more than I thought I would on a whole, but... It yeah, disintegrated.
2: You were painting houses.
1: Fair enough. Yeah, if someone was going for a long drive, I'd recommend this podcast, I'm not going to lie, to get to know them. Uh, and I skipped over a lot of the covid talk, right?
2: Oh, fair enough. This podcast sucked. I totally Don't, disagree.
1: Well, 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 there you go. There you go. Well, that's that's what, what we do here. So. That's
2: what we do. Uh do we want to rate it then? So, Are we ready to do that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm going to I'm going to be the outlier here. I give it a 3. I, I've given Brian Redbands less than this.
2: Um Simon. There's no way you're giving a a it a three. One and a half. Yeah, okay. I can agree with Simon. I'll give it a one and a half. So let's move on then. Kamar, can you hear us? Sixteen oh two. Justin Wren. Like, he, was, was forgotten. he was waiting for you, Simon.
0: Sorry. You should just do the whole thing, okay? You shouldn't well,
1: wait on me. Well, uh, once we get by the studio. But what happened was, I um, so I, I listen to the podcast and I take my notes on my phone as I'm listening. And because of this stupid lockdown, then I have to transcribe them to a notepad. Okay. And I try to put the name of the podcast and the number at each one and then do my notes over. But um, I... Brian went so far over, I had to switch pages for Justin Ren, so I got lost there. I don't think this podcast went the way Justin Redden wanted it to go.
0: Sorry, Kamar, I just thought to interrupt for one second. Now, I am not, you know me, I am a fucking idiot when it comes to electronics. But I'm sure there's a way that you can plug your phone into your computer and transcribe it onto like a printed out sheet as opposed yeah. to you having to rewrite it into a journal. Absolutely, I just have to get a computer. Mm. Maybe all
1: you need is a printer. I think I could I think I could do that. Anyways, I like to- Anyways. Wait, see if I'm doing more, we're gonna do. Um, this Start out with the biggest Buffalo Trace ad ever. Yep. And I think it could have been done before they started recording. I'm sure Buffalo Trace would want that but it was a really awkward
0: beginning. Yeah. Especially where this podcast went after. <laughs> I missed that beginning. I must have skipped over that. What happened? It was Joe tasting whiskey.
2: Yeah, he was like, these are, he was like, okay, so what we're doing with Buffalo Trace is we're going to do a one barrel of Joe Rogan's whiskey, yada, yada, yada. Oh, it was so fucking long and explaining awkward. Explaining
1: the promotion, saying someone else is going it, to, it was, it was just a huge infomercial.
0: It was live or it was like a pre-recorded? No, it was
2: live. And then the worst too was Joe then was like, and I knew this, Joe was like, I don't even know the taste difference. Like, I I don't know the nodes. Like they're all going to taste the same to me.
1: Buffalo Chase is crying. (laughs) He's (laughs) like, whiskey, whiskey, whatever. It was just, it was just awkward. Like I get what's going on.
0: I heard that part first part of it, I guess. But I mean,
1: I hope this doesn't happen every episode. You know, someone comes and goes, well, my friend's here. Like, hey, what he's doing is trying to raise money for a good cause, whatever. I get it. But it just it it seemed a little addy to me.
2: Oh, this was a straight up like this was definitely a fucking ad. (laughs) 100%.
1: But I'd like to get uh, it'll be a great opportunity for people because Joe has what? 200 bottles of his signature whiskey.
2: 220. Yeah. That he'll be able to give out to guests, yeah.
1: Give out or auction off or whatever. But so let me explain so, to you... That's cool.
2: Let me explain to you why that's actually a really poor marketing idea, especially if you're trying to make it like a special whiskey. No one's going to drink that.
1: It's too much of a collector's item?
2: Well, yeah. Like, Do you think Lex Friedman, if Joe gave him a bottle of that, is going to crank it open at home? No, he's on, probably going to keep it.
1: Only with Joe?
2: Okay, well, that might, that's different. But like, you know what I mean? Like, Let's say we got on the show and he gave us a bottle... Obviously, Simon would get it because neither of us drink. But, like, would you open that, Simon, and drink it? You'd probably keep it as, like, a...
0: No, I'd sell it to Lex Friedman because I'm sure that's the fuel he needs to make his Joe <laughs> bot run.
2: Fair enough. I just... I Again, I just... I, when I heard it, I was like, I don't think this is the best advertising. It's great because they're getting their name out there. But Joe talks about them all the time anyway. I already know. Those the bottles... Old...
1: Might be worth a thousand dollars each already. Not even
0: bottled yet. That's true. This was a crazy episode, though, man. Holy shit! This was not at all what I thought I was getting myself. Well, thinking. this was saying I
1: don't think Justin Ren thought it was going to go down the way it went down either.
2: This was more like psychiatry than an episode. Yeah, it's therapy for sure. Well, what do uh, you
1: think
0: he thought was going to happen? Like they weren't going to talk about it.
1: Uh... Well, he sort of uh mentioned it and then joe wanted to talk about it but i think he could just could, could have done the same podcast talking about the work in the congo um seeing people die like like that it was going fine at that point or not depending who you are but i guess he's built 76 wells for 300 people sounds like his work there is done right
2: i mean the way he makes it seem it seems like it's not done
1: it, that that's what I was questioning because I don't think he needs to be over there anymore. He's definitely got to work on Justin more than helping other people.
2: I mean, it seemed you know when he when he was talking about how it seemed like it was his purpose. I mean, you can't hate on someone who who see who feels like whether we believe it or not, like I can sit here and be like, I could be like, I don't think that's your purpose. Um, it doesn't matter. It's how he feels. and obviously he's in a place where he, you know, he mentioned multiple now again, I heard it as someone who maybe was like a cry for help. Like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Trust me. I'm fine. Like the meme of that dog sitting in hell. This is fine. Um, I don't know. Maybe he is, though. Maybe he's just a really grounded, happy guy. Maybe he goes over there and does this shit and comes back feeling super fulfilled. And
1: I don't know. I I feel like he's the complete opposite of
0: that. Um, well, like he could. Have, yeah. Yeah. I mean... It obviously didn't fill him enough because there was a giant hole he had to fill with drugs. But maybe that was just really, you know, he got divorced and like. I I think that that coincided
1: with the divorce. Like that, that was hard on him. But like, what if this work was contributed to his divorce because he's not there and she doesn't want to go to Congo? It's all like he seems like he should be the happiest, most content person. Uh, doing you know this altruistic work and stuff but he seems very tortured <clears throat> now he said it he was uh, it was more of a therapy episode than interview did joe come off as a somewhat insensitive therapist uh, yes. i mean that's what i thought yeah
2: but can i read into that what i read into it i i felt like joe was like i can't do this anymore with you it's like, tough love like i've had you on here enough and i've i've tried to play kid gloves a few times, I think maybe now I need to bring out the shab, um, that sort yes, of yes, yes, yes. You know, maybe I'm wrong though. That's just how I read I it, did. Simon. Simon's I eyebrows did. say I'm yeah, way yeah, yeah.
0: no, no, no. I, I, I totally can agree with what you're saying. I, I wonder if there's a part of Joe though that's like because of the success he had doing that with shab. He thinks that's like the way you handle that situation, and I don't know if that kind of public shaming is for everybody. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I can I can fully agree with that. <laughs> also, so that's
0: a I, sorry. Go ahead, man.
2: No, I was just gonna say he might also just feel like you know these are all fighters. They're all they're all the same sort of thick skin, tough guy. Whereas you know, Justin Ren seems more like a like a much more sensitive person than uh Shaw. He's a teddy
1: bear in a, uh, yeah. In a killer's bear. body. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I just, I kept listening going, does Jonah understand that not everyone is like as mentally strong as him or whatever. And people falter and have, you know, just not everyone's perfect. Like, and, and sometimes it isn't just a, yeah, stop doing this. Although I think through that, he did get to the fact that Justin's doing way too much stuff and maybe avoiding what he has to deal with.
2: Excuse excuse me. Yeah, I mean, I I think this guy needs to truly... You know, you got to look at it like you can't do everything in life. As much as someone like Joe or David Goggins would lead you to believe, like, if you just put your mind to it, you could accomplish everything. I think, like... If you want to be the best UFC fighter in the world, you have to dedicate yourself to just that. If you want to be, you know, you can't be like, oh, well, I want to six months of the year. I want to build wells and the other six months I want to fight. I just don't see it working like that. I don't think you have a choice in the matter.
1: Well, that's the thing to backtrack in the Red Band episode. uh, Red Band brought up Jabbar Neighbors fighting. And Joe's like, I don't think you can do comedy a fight. And it was sort of like foreshadowing. And then this came up. He's like, yeah, you're doing way too much stuff. So, I mean, it was a good opportunity for him. And it's so weird how agreeable Justin Wren is, eh? Like, he's like, you got to do better. Like, yeah, I got I to do better. Like, he's he's just so pliable. And um, well, it made me feel for him that he's not getting a better sense of self through all the stuff he's doing. He almost seems as lost as he was in the beginning. I don't think he should fight anymore.
2: I don't think he should he, fight anymore uh,
0: either. I, I mean, he's not in a position of, like, power to disagree with Joe. He's, like, he feels shame, you know, for I, I don't, falling I don't think, off the horse. And, like, I don't I think just, he's just... Sorry.
1: No, no, go think, ahead. I don't think he disagrees to anybody he respects. Like, all the stories are like, well, Aubrey said this to me, or so-and-so said this to me, like, you, you know what I mean? Like, he's just really pliable, like... Like, I love the guy. It was just, I felt frustrating. And, and maybe you're right, Matt, that this, this is the first time and Joe might have been a little more um, sensitive to it if this was the first time this was coming
0: up. But yeah. I certainly wasn't frustrated with Justin Wren. I was frustrated with Joe. Yeah, that's what I just said. But but then through it,
1: I saw sort of Justin Wren's like, yeah, you're right, you're right. I got to do this. or You got to stop doing so much. I got to stop
0: doing so much. But I'm doing this and this and this. What choice do you have, though, when you're on that? I just like if you start trying to defend yourself, you just come across as a fucking dumb dumb, you know?
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I I guess it's so weird. The discussion being on a forum or a platform where a million people are listening to this right now. It's like
2: I think it's also this episode is a good example, though, of Joe not understanding. Like you can tell that Joe doesn't really get addiction. Right. Cause to him, well, he, he, because, and what I mean is like, he's one of those super strong willed, like, you know, disciplined people. And I don't think like, I think Justin Wren broke it down really well. I've tried to explain this that like, I don't think I was an alcoholic in the sense of like, I had a disease. I just had a drinking problem that I got ahead of, you know? And I think that's the difference. Like true alcoholics, I think it is really a disease where like, you don't have control over it and you can't, there's nothing you can do about it without getting help. And I think Joe doesn't, I'm not sure Joe grasps that. Maybe I'm wrong.
1: Uh, no, now. I can't read my writing, but I have just deciphered because here's the crux of the thing. His story of Jesse, up like uh, Dr. Pepper Optimus prime going to the party, being told it was a costume party. It isn't a costume party. All of the kids laugh at him. His crust, not appreciating, he put all the effort in. Like it's one of the most heartbreaking bully stories I've ever heard. And Joe's like, "That still bothers you, eh?" <laughs> I, I don't know. If I, I don't know if I can get over that, man. That, and then he went to the Dairy Queen and stayed there till his club. It broke my fucking heart, man. Yeah, and that's Joe's what I- like you. You still remember that, eh? Like it, you could make a movie about how horrible
2: that was. But that's what I'm saying is, I feel like a lot of these things that some that would be traumatic to some people, and I get it. There's, listen, we all do it. There's stuff you hear where you're like, oh, really? That's what got you? Uh, but it sticks with people for their whole lives, um, you know. And that's what I was saying is, I think Joe just, you know, Joe has the kind of mind, he's a strong-willed dude, and I think he has a tough time realizing that maybe not all of us have that same willpower or you know, mental fortitude, whatever.
1: I, I've tried to say it, but like um, other people can't decide what is traumatic for an individual. You know what I mean? Like, like when Joe talks about because it doesn't work, his daughter cries, and like that's just the worst thing that's happened to her. But like, you can't say is that really that bad? It's it's no one knows how something affects someone,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but it feels like Joe. Thinks, well, that, you can get over that.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. Simon, that's where looked, I thought
1: it annoyed or insensitive.
2: I know this is bad for the listeners, but Simon looks so heavenly right now. There's a perfect plume of smoke around him. There's like godly light coming in above his head. It's, it's really something else.
1: He's in his happy place. Yeah. I'm
0: living my best life here.
2: He looks like the Messiah um, come down.
0: And yeah, then, no, clock- I- sorry. You want to finish, Kamar? No, no, you, you finished first. <laughs> I didn't start. Oh. I was gonna say the cocktail, I can't
1: believe what he took did not kill himself.
2: Oh my god, that, that oxy you, cotton fucking that was insane. I've never even done oxys, look, and I was like, whoa, whoa. No,
1: we used to get those 80s and break them into 10 in each little bit five. No, no, and no. Now, fives. Well, you, you're a real part animal. We used to break it <laughs> in like ten and still take that little bit and be gonzo. The fact that he took five of those 80s, the tequila, the
0: cocaine, and the meth. The
2: like, meth is all it, that kept him yeah. alive.
0: That is, that is crazy. But when you hear about these people who are like heavily addicted to Oxys, like you know the singer from that band? A, a rapper. A white all guy. The members. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mad yeah, Child. That Mad Child. He was doing like...
2: Oh, he was 80, doing a ton a yeah. day
0: or something. Like his tolerance he, becomes so ridiculous. Yeah. He needed three just to get out of bed. That that's not the case with Justin Wren. That whole like he was trying to kill himself, apparently, because but, that would have done it. But there was a bit of a drop-off because
1: he tells that story and it's like fucking heavy. And then he stops, and then he's like, So that was it? That that was the, the point He's like, well,
0: no, uh, I did the rest of the drugs because I still had them. So. <laughs> well, no, but he did, again, he made a good point. Like, just going cold turkey at that point would have been fucking ridiculous, you know? Yeah, I guess it's very Hollywood to see the person just throw <laughs>
1: down the toilet.
0: Like, that, there's got to be a change. That's what I'm saying. Like, even when you watch, um, what's that show where they get you clean?
2: Oh, uh, Intervention. Rehab.
0: Yeah, you know, at the end when they agree to go and they're just like, but yeah, give me that last heroin shot because this plane ride is going to be shit, you know? like. And anyways, yeah. They do usually too. Well, of course.
1: Do whatever you want because it's going to change for the rest of your life.
0: And at a lot of those uh, clinics, they would give you methadone to get off the heroin. Like it's not just – I mean some places – they throw you into a room, but I'm just, I think a lot of that is Hollywood, you know? And I, and I thought it was morbidly funny that in uh,
1: two or three episodes, uh, Joe would pull out uh, Dr. Hart's book, uh, Drugs for Adults, but in this one, he kept yeah. it on the, maybe, the table. There's maybe not this one. No need. <laughs> With that, from that, from that, him knowing not to do that then, like, wait, I just talked to a doctor, drugs are good, you should be able to handle them. He knows, he knows that not everyone's the same. But I, I, I like what you said, that it was tough love
0: there, Matt. Well, you know when you do drugs, like, you could not do, I don't know, coke for 20 years. And you would be able to just do it again, no problem, you know? But do you uh, crumble and spiral out of control? Like, there's people who have
1: come on and said, yeah, I mean, I could have a drink, but I'd be in a hotel with six whores doing meth
0: a week later.
2: Well, I mean, it's even like, think about the Norm McDonald cigarette story.
0: That's the best. Well, well, that's what I was thinking about, Maddie, because I'm not smoking. And I was thinking the other day, like, what is, is it going to be like 10 years from now? Because I just, well, you know.
2: You know, you're not, you know, you're going to smoke another cigarette.
0: No, I I don't. But I just also know that, like, you don't forget how to smoke.
2: Yeah. You know what I mean? If
0: you do, though, write it
1: down. Because I was talking to someone about how I want to quit smoking and that I had quit smoking. And I can't remember when I quit smoking to relapse or, like, what was it I was like, oh, I could just have one or what what the thinking was because I had quit smoking. It was out of my system. And then I started again somehow. And I, I wish I could have well, pinpointed, was it traumatic or... Mar, I, I,
2: I didn't have a cigarette for three years.
1: Yeah. And then what... what you said, I'll oh, just have sorry. one. That's what I'm asking.
2: I think it was hanging around oh. you again, Simon, to be completely honest.
0: Whoa, Whoa. Pass the buck. I can remember exactly, like, because I quit smoking a little while ago. And I can remember exactly why I started again. Because I thought to myself... Wow, how long is this really gonna go on for? You know?
1: <laughs> this, and then this, I was this.
0: like, well, if it's gonna be six months, I might as well just get it
1: out of the way. Are you saying I'm only gonna quit this long or COVID lockdown? Who, what, where? You said why, why I'm gonna start smoking, so I might as well start smoking now, or were you were like, COVID's gonna go forever, so I'm gonna keep smoking.
0: No, I had quit. It was this this was before COVID. <clears> oh, <throat> uh, okay.
2: But you know what I mean, Simon? It's one of those things where, like, when I hear Joe talk about Chappelle, Dave Chappelle, and he's like, yeah, Chappelle smokes tons of cigarettes. Like, he's super <coughs> healthy. I mean, again, I always find that ironic, too, that Joe says something like that, because uh, you don't know. Like, I mean, he he could look healthy on the outside and be it's dying such on the a, inside.
0: Maddie, it's such a weird thing to say, because exactly, like, Dave could be totally healthy, taking tons of vitamins, but then he's going to get lung cancer. The vitamins aren't going to help you from the smoke. Like, to me, that's the the reason why I won't smoke now because I figure I'm like at the end part, you know? Not the end part, but the second half, at least, of my life. And I fucked myself up big time in the first half. You only get half to fuck yourself up, you know?
1: I think for Joe, health just lies in obesity. If you're not fat, you're healthy.
0: No, because he shits on cigarette smokers all the time, just not on Dave. But no, he shits on cigarette
1: smokers for the butts, for the, the waist, not about, he never talks about the lung cancer, ever. He talks about how stupid it is to smoke in a gross way, but not um, unhealthy. Maddie,
0: back me up here.
2: I'm trying, well, no, I'm trying to think. I'm, I mean, <clears throat> I feel like you're both right. More Simon, though. How about that, si, You Like that?
0: I, you guys, kind
1: of. You guys disagree with me that Joe's line for health is obesity? Oh, no, oh, I, I, think
2: I, that's I agree a there. Good like, line for him, yeah, for him, obesity is, or, I mean, just in general, staying in shape. That's his biggest qualm with but, health.
0: But I think other people who smoke, Joe's like, gives them shit. And with Dave, there's never any giving Dave shit. It's just he walks we'll, on water with Joe. Uh, yeah. I hope
1: Dave comes back and we'll see. We'll see. I, I could see that coming up. I mean, even though Joe
0: smokes his cigarettes.
2: I was just going to say, though, how many people get to smoke in the studio? Cigarettes. Anybody who
0: wants to. Cigarettes? Anybody who wants to. Really?
2: Yeah. Okay. I don't remember.
0: Most people are just would never ask. And those who do, Joe's always bragging about his ventilation system.
2: <laughs> True. Okay. Fair enough.
1: So, yeah, I mean, those are basically my notes. This was a really heart wrenching excuse the pun, um, vulnerable podcast. I don't think Justin Wren thought it was exactly going this way. Simon seems to think this. he was going down to bear his soul. Maybe he was.
0: I, I think he just got sidetracked. No, I felt like th- he felt like this was penance. And he had to go and, like, because he had been on Rogan so many times, being the, like, um you know, getting all the accolades for being such a great human being. I felt like he felt like he had to go on and tell the truth. I could see that. And, and I felt happened. like Joe didn't do him any favors.
1: I, 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 I was way more that side till Matt made that point And I started considering maybe that's it. And I mean, I don't know, you know, it's, what happened before conversation? What happens after? Like, Does Joe give him a hug? Says if you need anything? Or is like, you got to go.
0: No, I think Joe gives him a hug. And if you need anything, does Joe, I don't know if Joe wanted him to do the
1: podcast, which may have been a first in uh, Joe Rogan history.
2: Why do you think he didn't want him to do the podcast? What makes you say that? That's interesting. Yeah, I'm just
1: he wants him to stop doing
0: anything, like do one thing at a time. Okay. I think mostly Joe was like thinking you don't need to go like you were saying and put yourself in harm's way of getting malaria, like, but it doesn't mean quit, fight the forgotten.
1: No, yeah, I, I mean, think he's he's becoming executive on the board now and let other younger, healthier people keep the cause going. But we'll see. I I mean I I hope it's the best for him.
2: Well, I wish I'm the best. It wasn't too. a
0: smooth listen though.
2: No, it was very very difficult
0: oh it was very it was uh it was a tough listen yeah but not he yeah he was just very honest
1: yeah yeah which was appreciated just not what I'm painting
2: <laughs> just not what I'm painting what a I piece listened of shit to Red Band
1: and, and Ren at the same time and it was like cool morning oh gut-wrenching afternoons
2: oh maybe that's why then you just hit you hit your afternoon lull in general so this this episode just rubbed you the wrong way gotcha now I see what happened
1: no, I don't think it rubbed me the wrong way. I just was Sinagon Joe. I like. I think you should be a little more understanding than your position. Now I talk to you, and I, I'm rethinking that. Okay. Yeah. No. Enough. No.
0: And I agree with you, Kumar. <coughs> Even though you're rethinking it, I found myself getting angry at Joe more than anything else in this podcast.
1: Oh, there's a, there's no reason to get r- wrong at Justin Rant. He's a human, like fallible. Like well, I'm not going. Go, yeah,
0: fucking clean your shit up. Like like I can uh, judge or something. I just was wondering about Joe's approach. But I also wouldn't have listened to this one by choice either, I don't think. Oh, of course. I, w- I don't think I'd listen this week. Maybe Jamar Neighbors, because I had interested in him,
1: and actually British, I don't know. But this one, I would have passed if I didn't have to review it.
2: I wouldn't have listened to Jack Shit this week. That's my genuine, that's serious. Anyway. Well,
0: you're, you're a snob.
2: Yeah, I am. A, <laughs> real piece of shit. Um, I mean
0: you you should at least want to listen to Jamal. He's never been on before, and he's a comedian that ticks all your boxes, Maddie.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: But it's on a Saturday. Yeah.
0: Big Yeah, A real problem. Real
2: problem for me. Um all right. Well I guess okay, let's well, rate this one.
0: Enough griping.
2: We'll start with uh, Simon. Simon, you want to rate it, uh? I'm,
0: yeah. I'm gonna give it a uh through
2: uh, two and a half. 1.5.
1: Kamar? I'm sure this is a talk Justin had to have. I just didn't want to listen to it. I give it a two and a half, though, and I hope for the best for him.
2: Okay. Yes, well, I so wish Justin the ran the best. It's no disrespect mm-hmm. to him. Yeah. I'm just reading... All
0: disrespect for Maddie.
2: Okay, yes. That's all I care about is disrespecting <laughs> everyone, especially people much bigger than me. Yeah, for a sure. A
0: giant monster. Yeah.
2: I'm just out here trying to lay it down. Disrespect. Uh, burning bridges we are going to take a break Uh, we're probably going to pay a bill and uh, we'll be right back this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Onit.com. if you're like me you wake up in the morning with brain fog, feeling lazy and confused your job or jobs require you to be on top of everything but your mind often slows down your attention drifts away and your memory fails coffee and prescription meds have failed you leaving you with jitters and a lack of sleep worst of all keeps happening when you need to be on top of your game. Lucky for you, Onnit may have the answer. With a team of scientists and researchers, Onnit took the best earth-grown botanicals and created a -a one-of-a-kind cognitive enhancer called AlphaBrain. It could be the solution you've been looking for. AlphaBrain works. It's been clinically studied to help healthy individuals support memory, focus, and processing speeds and is made from natural ingredients found in nature. For a limited time, Onnit is giving you a chance to try AlphaBrain free of charge. That's right, I said it, free. You just have to pay the shipping. Best of all, if you're not satisfied, you can keep the bottle, and Onnit will give you a free refund. You don't even have to call. No hoops, no catch, nothing. It's as easy as could possibly be, entirely risk-free with a 100% money-back guarantee. So go to onnit.com slash J-R-E-E and try it today. That's onni tcom slash J-R-E-E to try your alpha brain trial today. All right, we're back. Come on, name and a number. Sixteen oh three, big brown, Brendan Shaw. All right, you want to rate hey it? Hey guys. <laughs> yeah.
0: Imagine if all of a sudden I just like legitimate because I kicked that 30-yard field goal. Just decided I was a field goal kicker, and I like I would sit around with other field goal kickers and just be like, "Yeah, you know, when we go out there on the field every Sunday, it's like this."
1: Yeah, that would be annoying, Simon.
2: Well, let me ask you though yeah. at this at this point, Kamar, do you think Shab has done more live shows than you?
1: Oh yeah, he's paid his dues. I mean, I. The, 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 Funny, subjective, whatever he can call himself a comedian. As far as I'm concerned, but
2: well, that's kind of uh, what I was getting at to what Simon was saying.
0: I'm not saying he can't call himself a comedian. I, what I'm saying is it's hard to listen to.
2: I know what you're saying. Joe
0: and him have a conversation about like.
2: The problem is it, Simon is that he does sell out rooms. I get what you're saying. It's not on the same level. This is, this is the thing. But that's it's what
0: hard. It's hard. That's all I'm saying.
2: I get it. I just, you know, if people were, if suddenly people were paying to see you field goal kick, I think it would be a different story.
1: Yeah. If the lions called you up, I'd say you're a uh, field goal kicker or something. I thought it was funny. Uh, halfway through is like, I told him if they open up, I'll perform for free. It's like, you should be performing for free. <laughs> <laughs> you should be uh, honor for you to get some stage time. But uh, yeah, Brenda Shaw, uh, let us know that Jamie has a ponytail.
2: Uh, I already knew that. I saw okay, well, I saw a photo of Jamie looking very white van not too long ago.
1: I'm not going to lie that bothers me, but <laughs> Jamie can do whatever he wants.
0: Well, that was actually what led me to do the Joe comparison through the ages, now I remember, was because they panned to Jamie when he talks on the video.
2: Yeah. Jamie and to Jamie. I
0: was shocked at how old he looked. And then I looked at myself, and I was like, oh, you look old. And then I looked at Joe, and I was like,
2: yeah, I see. Yeah, time is a cruel mistress, man. There's no, no doubt. No fucking doubt.
1: So again, they start off with disconnected talk, talking about really expensive watches.
2: Yeah, but at least we got to the bottom of it. He probably never would have given Lex that watch had he not been liquored up.
1: Oh, I didn't even pick that up.
2: He said, he was like, because he asked him and he was like, yeah, you know, I gave Lex my watch. He was like, I, I don't know. I'd had a bunch to drink. Like that was the first thing out of his mouth. I'd had a bunch <laughs> to drink, which lets you know that he was like, he definitely got home and his wife was like, you gave him a fucking Omega? Like what?
0: He has a uh, giver's remorse.
2: Maybe. I don't know. Maybe not. Trust Maybe he's... me.
0: O- Omega sent him a replacement out.
1: Probably.
2: Yeah, Probably.
1: And he compensates with it with the watch that Russell Peters gave him,
2: that he always wears the
1: shows. so.
0: <clears throat> but you're right, Matt. That was a drunken thing. That was a, like, you like my sweatshirt? Here, take it. It's minus 40 out. Yeah. But I don't feel it.
2: 100%, yeah.
1: And then, just jumping right into stuff, uh, the GameStop thing came up. Which, the most interesting thing I've noticed about it is everyone's in agreement that it's fucked.
2: Listen, to see... For the first time in a long time. To see AOC tweet something out and to see Ted Cruz retweet it and say agreed, I was like, what in the fuck kind of topsy-turvy world are we living in right now?
0: Did you see what she responded to that, though? No. Oh, dude. It's fucking hilarious.
2: Oh, what did she respond to? Actually, now that it. I
0: think about it, I'm wondering if it was a fake thing.
2: Well, that's always she possible. She
0: Yeah, whatever. I'll I'll check my sources.
1: (laughs) But isn't that frustrating? Like we were talking a couple weeks ago about not being in on Bitcoin, being being in on Tesla. You know, these things happen all the time where you could have gotten involved. It just is so gross.
0: The rich of the rich complaining about this.
2: It's insane.
0: Not only complaining about it, but convincing the company to put this hold on it.
1: Well yeah, I forget who said but they're done. Robinhood. They, they made, yeah, they made that decision going, well, I guess we're done.
2: Yeah, but again, Joe Joe mentioned it. I read the article too. Google deleted 100,000 negative reviews for Robinhood. They're in on it too. Like there is no one's hands they, are clean in this.
0: They probably own Robinhood,
2: dude. Well, no, they probably own the fucking hedge fund. Forget Robinhood. They probably don't give two fucks about Robinhood. But what Joe failed to mention as well was when Joe was talking about the the comparison to Facebook, what Robinhood was doing was was far worse than what Joe said because what Robinhood was doing was selling the information back to the hedge funds so that the hedge funds could bet against the people that like they're they're supposedly trying to help
1: because they know what the online activity is where people are investing in exactly to fuck people over
2: yes
0: but basically now the play for all these internet people would just be buy 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 and they've made it so they can't do that they like changed the rules of the game during the game
2: Yep, and again, I'm when, not you hear, sure when you if hear when f- you
1: every company did or just Robin Hood,
2: when you hear them talk about regulation, phew, you know someone lost a lot of money.
1: It's bizarro world, billions
2: doesn't make sense.
0: It's uh, it, well, it yeah they they made that. Sorry,
2: I mean well no, l- it's just crazy
0: ahead. the function that
1: I understand buying a stock and then watch it rise, but in this situation. You can borrow a stock without any money. And if it goes down, you, when you give it back, you get the difference.
2: It's not without any like, money. You pay monthly premiums on it, Kamar.
0: And they make that play, like hoping, obviously, that that stock goes down. What well, can yes. I? It got up to $250 a share. Like,
2: Well, can I tell you what's really crazy? They That's didn't, a lot of money. They shorted 120% of the stock, which should be illegal. You shouldn't be able to short more than there is available stock. Now, let me tell you the good side of this. Some really good stories here. I don't know if you read this one. The Ontario Teachers Pension, they had invested a shit ton of money in a company that owns malls. And obviously, once the pandemic hit, that company's fucking stock dipped heavily. And the Ontario Teachers Pension Fund lost a shitload of money. Reddit, Wall Street bets knew that Wall Street shorted this stock, and they did the same thing to this stock. The stock shot up to 26 bucks last week, which was pretty much where it was pre pandemic. And the Ontario Teachers Fund sold its 28 million shares and got out for like 400 million, saving them $350 million. Isn't that fucking insane?
0: Ah, you know, good for the teachers. You know what's insane is that the that same they own like not anymore. Not anymore.
2: They sold their share. Well,
0: at one point they did. It's crazy. Like it's the largest. It's the largest
2: largest union. I believe it's the largest union in the world. The Ontario Teachers Union. Yeah, I believe so.
1: Were Were you guys tempted to join any of these uh, subreddits and uh, get in on it? No.
2: No, this I showed me my lesson. This, this showed me that it's all fucking rigged. And that if you're not in on something, you're it's like that saying in poker. If you sit down at the table and you can't spot the sucker, you're it.
1: I'm I'm happy like always happy for the underdogs or whatever to stick to the man or whatever, but I was just wondering is this like some sort of collusion and actually illegal to do this? But I guess it's not. It is. Yes it, it is. is. Pump and dump is definitely reasons. illegal.
2: Yes. I actually am so, watching this. I'm and- rewatching Sopranos right now and it's in season one and two. They're pushing a stock called Wobistics And they're running this like fake investment firm where they're calling local people and telling them they should dump all their money into this stock Wobistics And then when it goes up, they have the biggest stock and they dump it and it's called the pump and dump. And technically it's illegal, but
0: And I'm t- and I'm telling you, like them uh not make or making it so people are unable to still buy that stock somewhere along the lines that's illegal as well
2: Oh no, well that's definitely illegal but Kamara, let me actually tell you sorry this is where it's not illegal they're not dumping no one sold their no one has sold their their massive sh- stake in GameStop yet that's why it's still up
1: Well yeah if they all sell it then then they, it crashes. they lose all the money yeah. Well no and
2: then and, Wall Street makes all their money back and so the, the po- win. that's it but the point is is see here's the crazy thing is so the company that had the biggest short lost all their money. They had to get bailed out by another hedge fund. That hedge fund gave them a ton of money, and what did they do with that money? I'm not joking. They reshorted GameStop. That z- that same day, they reshorted they're, they're GameStop. In for the
0: long haul. In for a penny. In for a
2: pound. And then they lost all that money. <clears throat> Like how fucking insane. I thought
0: you were going to say they gave bonuses to their executives. Oh, that too. I'm sure that happened. Well, happens. that's
2: coming down the pike once they get once uh this like the taxpayers bail them out. I'm sh- I'm certain. I'm sure they'll find some argument that like, well, this hedge fund was, you know, was controlling the four big banks and without it that all crumbles, blah blah blah. Fucking horse shit. I got to say though. While
1: we're here, while we're here, we're going to do it. Uh lots of movies are mentioned, but I thought the best movie to be done for the movie game would be The Big Short.
2: What a great movie.
1: It's the movie game where Simon and Matt go head to head to find out what year a movie came out,
2: how much it cost to
1: make, and how much it made. All these movies are made by the same guy, too, eh? Vice, uh, The Big Short, uh, the other guys, is all Adam McKay.
2: Yeah, that's Will Ferrell's right-hand man.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure this situation right now has got his wheels spinning and there'll be something coming down the pike.
2: Okay, the big short. So I got to get a year here?
1: Yeah. Why is Simon not on
0: video?
2: He's covering it. He's getting naked right now. There we go.
0: Uh, okay, cool. Cool, cool. I'm cool. here.
2: Simon, do you have a year
0: already? I'm. I'm here. I'm here. Do you have a year? Uh,
1: Yeah. The big yeah. short starring Christian Bale, Steve Carroll. Um, Carell. Steve Carell, Brad Pitt, and
0: I can't read my own writing. It's
2: fine. Ryan I, have, Gosling. I have 2016.
0: And I have 2015. Boom, we have a winner! 2015! This got really interesting all of a sudden. Yeah! Nice work, all right, Simon. Now I gotta concentrate.
1: Nice work, Simon. Which is interesting because this is based on what happened in 2008. It took seven years to get to the theater. But that's what that guy was doing. He said all... he They shorted all these mortgages are going to crash. And he, that guy right now is uh, shorting Tesla. Shorting, yeah, exactly. He's
2: Shorting Tesla heavy. He even told Elon Musk, I'm shorting the shit out of your company. I wonder what he knows. Well, he knows what's on the paper. Let's see. This is the funny thing is whenever people are like, I know what he knows it like these Reddit, these Reddit guys, they read public documents that are available to everyone. All oh do- yeah.
1: It's not, there's nothing secret.
2: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They just data mined. Like most of the stuff is readily available.
1: But because of technology, they're all able to communicate at the same time and uh, act accordingly in real yeah, time.
2: Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm ready, Simon. I mean, I wish you the best of luck because the pressure's really all on you.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm. Let's have a fucking sweep, let's go. All right.
2: I'll go first because you you're to- no, 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 because you're going for the the true win. So I said it cost forty point four million, and it grossed one hundred twenty-six point eight.
0: And I said it costs 25 million and it grossed 90. Oh,
1: oh, oh Simon. That actually cost 50 million to make. A lot Ooh. of big actors Ooh. in that.
2: I was only, t- I was only 10 <laughs> off. Okay. And how much did it make?
1: It made 133.4 million. I win. Well, you didn't get the year, but yeah, you did win.
2: Still, I, I banged both those out.
1: Yeah, you did, you did. I'm uh, I just, I, I, I I'm always going for the clean sweep. Yeah, I know, I, are, no, I agree. No, but no offense, Matt. No offense, I
2: was one year off, and I fucking, come on.
1: You nailed it, Matt.
2: All right, I'm the only one digging myself up here. That's fine.
1: Uh, I'm sorry. Chico I'm sorry. looks amped. And that's the movie game. Thank you, everyone, for joining. And once we get back to the studio, we'll play the other real movie game. I just don't enjoy it, especially when you can't see Simon's face. Um, Why can't you see my face? Because your camera's not on.
2: Yes, it, it is. is. I on. can see him right now. What are you talking about? You can't see him? Oh, now I can't see Kamar. That's weird. I can I see c- Simon fine. It's very interesting. Okay, fine. I believe okay. he's there.
0: Hold on. Maybe I did something here. Hold
2: on. Fine. We'll I believe he's there. It. Maybe he muted um, just you.
0: Then there was the.
1: Um, I don't know, it was mandatory or uh, obvious bitch to complain about uh, the situation in California. Brendan Schaub's going to ride out for another year, yeah. But the one point that I found super interesting and gross is that Nancy Pelosi is Gavin Newsom's aunt.
2: Oh, so there's super nepotism there too. I'm
1: Like, oh, what the fuck are we doing here?
2: Yeah, that's that has got that's to a- be a problem. Mar, doesn't that that doesn't surprise you though? Does it? That shit's all over that fucking garbage.
1: I would say nothing surprises me, but uh, it should be unacceptable for everybody.
2: Yeah, it should. But I mean, again, the president hired all his kids to his cabinet. So, you know, it is what it is. They all do it. It's all gross. They're all in it together.
1: I think that's even grosser. But you're right. It's basically the same thing. And then at, um, during the complaint with California, I feel like Brendan Schaub tried to incite a riot. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That soundbite, though, right? He says, everyone just rise up and fucking open.
2: I don't know if that's a riot, but yeah, he's definitely just saying if we all break the if we all just break the rules, they're not going to arrest everyone, and he's probably right. I,
1: I don't think that'll come back to bite him, but um,
2: you, you never know. Oh, Simon's Simon's back. Simon's nope. back.
1: Simon. Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. Love your work. Uh, now Joe is adamant about this, and this has got to be a conspiracy that uh, all the powers that be held ship back. Enforce lockdowns longer, maybe they would have liked to just to fuck Trump.
0: Now, take the people out. Agreed. It's a conspiracy, right? Agreed. I I think there's some of that involved for sure. Not all of it, but some of it. No tinfoil hat. I don't think one is needed for this. I think you can look at this through, like, your logic glasses. And in years to come... We will. We'll have the hindsight to be able to look back and say.
2: No, I think there'll be a paper trail if that's true, and it'll come out in the wash. That's how I feel about it. I mean no, I, I think I think but, some people did that for sure, Kamar, without a doubt. But I don't think I don't think it would have the effect that they would a- assume it would. Like I don't think that shutting down listen, there's no way that even someone like me who was like Trump was a fucking idiot, even someone like me would never be like, well, the economy tanked because of Trump. I mean, it was a fucking Pan, a global pandemic every economy was going to tank so there's no one really like i would never blame him for that no and i don't think a logical person would but i'm off, I the think off. It,
0: was, I, it was people sorry
1: i think the hate for trump is uh is so uh, visceral that it will allow people to look the other way and that nothing will come of it
2: <laughs> well i mean keep in mind too nothing came of trump like a lot of stuff didn't come up. They're not, the Supreme court gave him a pass this week for making all the cash he made off being president. And he definitely should have been fucking, there should have been some sort of charge for that. Jimmy Carter gave up his peanut farm. I'm not a lawyer. (laughs) You sound like a Trump supporter. I'm not a (laughs) lawyer.
1: But one of the interesting anomalies is, um, when Trump had the, uh, POTUS Twitter, he's something like 54 million Um, followers. Yeah. And now there's a Trump archive account because he's not on Twitter, but his archive of all the tweets he did before we got taken down, it has 45 million followers. That's crazy. Now, Biden now has the POTUS Twitter account, yeah. and he had 80 million people vote, and how many followers do you think he has on Twitter? I
2: don't know. 7 million.
1: Exactly. It's oh, I 6 got million.
2: it. Oh, okay, close enough.
1: Well, well, uh, he should have at least 20 million if 80 million people voted for him. That's all I'm saying. I'm just leaving it out there.
2: <laughs> I totally I disagree with your numbers there, though. I mean, I think people followed Trump because he was an inflammatory person. Fuck, if I had a Twitter, I would have followed Trump. You know what I mean? Like, just for the verbal diarrhea of Biden, you know it's not him tweeting. It's some placeholder tweeting for him. Right? Yeah, you have to agree I, with that.
1: I, I I would just like ten million of the 80 million people that voted for him to follow him on Twitter. I don't know, just, just seems suspicious, but what do I know? I'm a fool. Simon,
2: Simon can hear you jerk it off. For Christ's yeah, sake, we took a break not ten minutes ago. You also couldn't <laughs> mute yourself. You gotta fucking hammer in and out. Like we're trying to do a goddamn podcast here.
0: Oh, you know what? what? This is really you know, rewind the tape to Kamar last week. All right. And I I gave him shit too. No, I'm not going to listen. I'm sorry, fans or whoever's out there. I'm sorry I opened the door (laughs) twice.
2: This fucking fucking guy. I I, I got a pass. I agree. (laughs)
0: Um, Then uh, after
1: (laughs) complaining about California, there was the comic talk, which I think uh, Simon alluded to at the beginning, which he felt like it was uh, unneeded. But really unfortunate, um, history of hyenas are done, eh? History hyenas? Yeah. Really? Giannis Pop is a Christian Stefano because De Stefano got that Joe on shoe Ch- Ch- TV and he's um, flying out to California to try to make it. Wow. That's too And Giannis Pop has tweeted that uh, we're done. I thought that was unfortunate. Yeah. I really like those guys. That sucks.
2: I mean, good for DiStefano, though, trying to make it.
0: Yeah, I mean, Chrissy's I mean, trying to get po- paid.
2: Chrissy's trying to isn't get paid.
0: Podcasts making it, and this is kind of going backwards. Uh, no, the I podcast market. Everyone markets, makes hundred million dollars in podcasts. Yeah, the
2: podcast market no. still pales. You think in comparison. they're going to make
0: a hundred million dollars off True TV?
1: Uh, well, Giannis Papas has nothing to do with uh, Chris Stefano's uh, TV show. It's just Chris. So it's, right. it's sort of like the thing yeah. when uh, Big J. Went to the bonfire. Well, they was wondering if he would leave the skanks or not, but he didn't.
0: They were in a dispute, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did There's never a dull moment get over there. Settle? What, the, the Seinfeld dispute are you talking about? No, 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 no. Jay, they were, weren't were going to renew them for the bonfire. Yeah, I think I've settled it. they're not being renewed. They're not being renewed. So is uh, the bonfire moving to gas digital?
1: Uh, I, I think that's what the move will be. Uh, I I don't think it's been
0: completely resolved. That's cool, man. Uh, That'll be way better. It will be cool. Less corporate control. anyways, yeah. Because that's a good show if they could, like, take the chains off, you know? Dan Soder
1: is really funny. Very funny. Great impressionist. Um, And this all led into Fight Talk. The only thing I thought was interesting was uh, Jake Paul versus Ben Askren.
2: So what do we all think? Let's hear it.
0: Wow. All right.
2: Well, let's put it on paper. Because I actually... Um, who do we give the edge to? No, who do you think is going to win? What do you mean give an edge I to? Think, We're picking winners I here. think
0: Jake Paul is going to win.
2: I agree. Yeah.
0: We agree. But it's just... It's only because it's Ben Askren. Like, I think if you took kind of a different wrestler slash UFC guy... I just think Ben Askren like I don't
2: know. I will he, say this. He, this though. Is I, hold on, I will say this and I think this is an important distinction. Ben Askren because of all his former training in other disciplines, I assume that he will pick up the the striking training faster than Jake Paul. Does that make sense? Like he's already but Jake
1: Paul's been training longer.
2: Yeah, I get it, but I mean, I, what I'm saying is I just feel like, and listen, I think Ben Askren is a terrible striker, okay? I give him zero credit in the striking game. I'm just saying there's a chance that maybe he picks up at least enough to get him through this in the time that it takes, just given his his pedigree and his background in wrestling and whatnot.
0: I will say, oh, sorry. Matt, who's another wrestler? Yeah in the UFC Uh who has bad hands. Like, give me a name. You know what I mean?
2: Um, I'm trying to think.
0: Whoever it is, I would say that person has a chance to beat Jake Paul. But Ben Askren, like you've, he fought in the UFC. (coughs) He should have had his hands working anyways. And he couldn't even be bothered or couldn't, do it then, like, why now? Because he has six months to train for a boxing match.
2: Listen, Ben Askren, in my opinion, is 0 and 3 in the UFC.
0: Oh, 100%. <laughs> okay,
2: end of 100%. story.
0: 100%. And he got his ass kicked in that Lawler fight, man. It wasn't until he got him in a weird fucking pinch headlock that, like, well,
2: the bulldog he choke put him was out legit. on his
0: feet or what. No, no, but I'm saying, Matt, it's like they didn't compete with each other with their fists. Lawler kicked the shit out of him.
2: Lawler kicked the shit out. I will so, say I think Lawler Lawler knocked him out and then punched thank, him away. Thank
0: you. Yes, thank you. So point is his striking
2: blows. I'm I'm I could not be more with you. I'm I, I yeah. picked Jake Paul to win. All I was saying was I have to give Ben Askren his dues. I'm not just gonna sit here and act like some YouTuber is gonna dust him. Like, I, I have to give him the credit that he can at least train for a fight properly, given his pedigree. That's all I'm saying.
0: I'll give you this, Maddie. If you said to me, Simon, Jake Paul, having never boxed any sort of boxing, we've <coughs> never seen him before, or Ben Askren, I would pick Ben Askren.
2: I agree. But I watched but, him knock out Nate Robinson. But so.
0: seeing like he, I think that Jake Paul is more proficient with his fists than Ben Askren is.
1: I think he'll do much better than Nate Robinson did. But the other thing is um, Jake Paul is like off YouTube, which leads me to believe he's taking this very seriously.
2: I believe he is.
1: Because in fighting, you can't have one foot in, one foot out. But this is
0: what this guy should be doing, is fighting people like Ben Askren, not people like... um, uh, Conor McGregor, Connor, you know, or Nate Diaz. Like, that would be a fucking death sentence. Well, he still wants Conor.
2: Hold on. He uh, wants Conor because it's a money. Shit. No, no, no. He wants money, man. The kid's smart. Give him that. I mean, he's dumb. I think
1: I think it's ego, and he just wants to say, knock down Conor McGregor as well, because he doesn't need money. He's fucking rich. Yeah, but, He's probably um,
0: just as rich as Conor is.
1: Uh, I will get to that in a second. Well, let's um, play that
0: game. <laughs> uh,
1: I, I can't play those games. I don't have access to my phone. Um... Which fight do you want to watch more? Uh, Jake Paul versus Askren or
0: um, Logan versus uh,
2: Jake, Jake Paul, Askren.
0: Askren. Interesting. The other fight seems like really, I, I don't know. I, I mean, maybe if he knocks him out, that would be such an incredible story that it would be worth watching. But
1: but you think the Askren-Jake uh, fight will be more entertaining?
0: I think it'll be more uh, competitive. Okay.
2: First of all, like, what shit can um, Logan Paul talk pre-fight? None. He's fighting a, a pretty much undefeated boxer, right? He,
1: he has been trying to make fun of uh, Floyd's um, ability to read. Okay,
2: he's been and trying do th- to.
0: Do you think that there are things that, is it Jake, who's who, Logan, who's fighting Mayweather?
2: Logan Paul is fighting Mayweather.
0: Yeah. Do you think that there are things that L- Logan Paul is going to bring to that fight that Mayweather hasn't seen before? No. There are, like, legitimate fighters out there who can't touch Mayweather. Like, legitimately.
2: Well, what I actually, Can, Simon, what I was going to... Hit him I, in the face. What I was going to say is, for the first time ever, he's going to see the lack of hunger in a payday in someone's eyes. Right? Like, everyone that fought him before... Was like if I can actually beat this guy, then I'm the top dog and I start to get really fucking paid. Whereas, like you said, Logan Paul's like I'm already super fucking rich. Like Logan Paul's arguably richer than ninety percent so of the does, boxers that fucking Floyd Mayweather ever His motivation is
0: to knock out uh, Floyd Mayweather and Did, become a legend, does, not make money. Yeah. Does that make him more dangerous or less dangerous? I
1: think so.
2: You think no, it makes think him more dangerous? I think, I think money's him- a
0: horrible motivator. Really. But it's not so. just money for those guys. Like you're doing them a disservice. They're becoming the champ. That's what they've trained their whole lives to do, is to get to the pinnacle of this sport. Yeah, the money comes with it, but you're the champ.
1: But I, I just think the money's secondary. The respect is everything they want. I,
0: I agree.
2: I think respect matters a great deal, but I think you'd be kidding yourself to think that these guys aren't in it for the money as well. They're prize fighters.
0: That's but not I I'm just going back to whether that makes Logan Paul more or less dangerous, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. does the fact that he has not, like, I don't know. It's interesting.
2: It is, yeah.
1: It is interesting that it didn't get enough pre-buy, so it's been pushed back. But hopefully it'll still happen. Because I think it was supposed to happen right now. Um, When Brendan Schaub's on, there's always a lot of name-dropping. But it was a cool story that uh, Theo Vaughn's good friends with Dustin Poirier, and he texted Brendan Schaub out of the fight, pay Theo. (laughs)
2: <laughs> i saw that actually on uh on reddit or instagram i can't remember
0: i mean that's not really name dropping to me Kay, because shab is a former ufc guy so when a ufc guy gets in touch with them you know
1: i know it isn't name dropping but it's still name dropping to me Yeah, I mean, he's not he's just talking about people who knows but it sounds name dropping you know that's always been an issue with me um then there was uh, a bunch of steroid worship <laughs> Stop doing the uh, steroids because he didn't want to get fat.
0: But turns out it was probably the whiskey that was making him fat.
2: Yeah, uh-huh. could have been both.
0: I'm sure it was probably just the steroids. But go on.
1: Well, no, it's just is this this is the most blatant. Judgmental. I do it all. I you, you know we always allude to it. You know, he doesn't hide away from it, but he's he, he's uh, clearly on uh, steroids, and I hope it's not affecting him um, mentally anyway because he's doing it you know, by the book and with a doctor's supervision versus in the back alley of a gym or whatever? Because there are lots of issues with people who use steroids and have problems.
0: I just think that steroids is the wrong word for what Joe does. Because, look, he's doing something to improve his health. If it was anything else, if you named it anything else, we would all just be like, okay, whatever. Like, call it... Um, youth rejuvenating serum we'd be like cool Joe what I, you know what I mean but because steroids has this connotation of being like a roid rage thing they should just not call it steroids they there should be a different name for that
2: well it is it's testosterone replacement therapy TRT
0: yeah even that has a negative connotation because athletes were getting banned for doing TRT at one point just change it completely call it um you know, uh, I
1: don't know. Whatever. M- Mr. Semantics over here. Right? Make you stronger juice. But let me ask because you Despite like, all this. I'm still looking for my plug.
2: <laughs> Can I ask you guys that, though? That's a weird thing. Like, because it has a, a negative connotation in sport. But like, if you're just your average Joe, who gives a shit? Like, imagine if I came to you and I was like, I'm doing steroids. And you were like, whoa, why? And I was like, I don't know. just want to be better. You know what I mean? You'd be like, oh, I get that.
1: That's why I want to do steroids.
2: Right, like If yeah, I, if you're no. like, no one's testing you, there's no like, oh, are you going to the Olympics? No, I just want to be better.
1: Uh, unless they make you psycho and kill your family or whatever. But if it's just going to enhance your ability to get in better shape, that's, again, what, that's my motivation. My,
0: in, my initial reaction to that, Matt, is like, your balls are going to shrink. You're going to get zits all over your back, which is probably not true. Or maybe it is. Who knows? But again, if you had just said to me, you know, I'm taking this uh, youth serum, I'd be like, good for you, man. that's my point it's the same thing i'm not against the outcome i think we should just change the name and i think joe doesn't have to say he does steroids i think he should say he's doing baby juice or whatever
2: so if i became hooked on coke in the next week i could just i would just tell you like i'm hooked on uh, fairy dust
0: it's totally different but if you wanted to you could call it that (laughs) okay cool again I Colombian think you're motivation. Missing a point. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> Colombian motivation.
1: Um, and yeah, so now this gets to it: uh, what we were just talked about. <laughs> Has Connor lost the motivation? Because he is now yacht rich.
0: Well, the only thing I'll say to that is, at the end of his fight in the presser, he said, "You know, I don't feel as bad as I usually do." And I don't know what that means. But I think that probably means, like, your heart just isn't in it the way it used to be, you know? No,
2: well, it doesn't think,
0: have to be. He doesn't need to win.
2: I think he has two a- kids. Agree. I, think, I think now he has two kids. And I think now he's just more... I think more what he meant was, like, this isn't number one. So, like, losing in this now... Like, I go home to a family that I love. And, like, I made my money. I'm cool. I don't think... He, I think Shaw was right that they... Listen, you're forgetting that they gave him the top dog. Poirier is no fucking joke. If you look at Poirier's, if you look at his resume, his last 10 fights, it's fucking obscene. You would be like, how is this guy not the champ? And then you see- You're just,
0: you're strengthening my argument though. Like, in order to be champ, you, it can't be your second passion, you know? And anyone should be able to fight
1: anyone in the weight division.
2: I just think that Poirier's been, been with the same camp, the same people for like a long time. McGregor's changed a lot of shit up. Change his stance up slightly, you know. I think people have been people have been picking apart his video for a long time, saying leg <laughs> kicks could easily take Conor McGregor out, and someone finally utilize it. Who knows, dude? Cerrone, if Cerrone doesn't get his nose broken in the first eleven seconds of that fight, maybe Cerrone ends his leg. And you know what I mean? Like we just don't know because yeah. it. Keep in mind too, he said he he smoked Poirier in that first round. That that could have been if he had if he had really pressured him, could have been it. So I don't. I, I well, think
0: I think this is they'll maybe Connor has one more fight in him.
2: I totally My disagree. lack of
0: knowledge has nothing new technique or
1: camps or whatever. It's the fact that he's yacht rich, which is a special kind of rich. I think it's more than helicopter rich.
0: That yacht rich. Um, Cause you have to have a staff, right? That's what you're mm-hmm. saying. It's like a whole other thing. Do you ever watch that show on, um, I don't know, whatever network where it's below deck. No, I don't watch reality TV. Anyways, there's a whole show based around the industry of being working on these yachts. Okay. And they, they work on a yacht and they'll <clears throat> have like 10 charters a summer. And it's always some different billionaire or millionaire, you know, because you have to be so rich to afford one of these things. And it's like, they take care of you all the time from the second you wake up in the morning. It's crazy. Like, Kamar's right. It's a whole different type of rich. It'll be interesting if he if he
1: comes back and wins something, then that'll just solidify his legend. But I honestly think he just I don't need to be a, the best fight in the world anymore. Like the whiskey like, selling, the yacht sailing. What are we doing here,
0: Maddie? Let me ask you a question. Do you think that uh, Conor could beat Nate Diaz in the, uh, in, the in the third installment? Yeah.
2: Um, I mean, it's tough now that we've seen it, now that we've seen him succumb to leg kicks, you know, I
0: don't think he can. And I also don't think he can beat Poirier in that three Pete. So like I said, I think either way, he's got one more fight left in him. And then that's the end of, uh, Connor. I mean, in this humble man's opinion. There's a
2: lot of people that are saying they're going to give him Tony next.
0: That would kind
1: of make sense. No, I think Diaz. I I don't know anything. That's a nice swan song. Listen, well, the Diaz hold on, hold or on. the um, according to
2: Connor, he's not going anywhere for a couple of years. So what you guys are saying is like he'd have to get dusted in his next fight. Like I mean, absolutely crushed. Like if he just or loses he gets another yacht. If he just loses in a decision, you're also forgetting like thirty million dollars is what he got between twenty and thirty million for that last fight. That's a lot of fucking chatter to turn away from if you're making that per fight. That's maybe l-
0: he'll get the rematch with May- Mayweather.
2: There, that's a hundred mil. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I'm sure there's almost the same amount of endorsements
1: that he could live off of that want him to uh, pay him to no one hit anyone. And maybe if he stops uh, sparring, he can prolong his career a bit.
2: Keep in mind too, like this new Conor McGregor is actually a lot more marketable too, way more marketable.
1: With a bit of humility.
2: Yeah. Less shit talk. You know what I mean? Like you. I don't know. I'm just saying, just a thought. Uh, I yeah. don't,
0: I don't like the fighting talk much, but I'd much rather listen to Shab talk about fighting.
2: Oh, then, then comedy? comedy. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Ten days out of ten. There you That's, go. There you go.
0: Again, because it's his wheelhouse. You know.
2: Yeah.
1: So uh, one of the interesting things they talked about is, uh, do you think it's possible that uh, Devontae?
2: Deontay Wilder.
1: Deontay Wilder just did, doesn't have a foundation of, like, enough of a hustle or grind. You say, like, you got to pay your dues or whatever, and that's what we're seeing now. Like He can't handle the adversity because he, he just happened to be so gifted and got through.
2: Well, I mean, he's lost one fight, <laughs> so...
1: Yeah, but he he's making excuses. He's he's like he's just not acting like he's been there before. What two fights? One, what two fights? Fight, yeah. yeah,
0: no, no, because it was a draw. That's yeah, what I'm, yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. yeah,
2: so he's lost yes. one fight. I mean, it's tough, and he's fight he fought you know a guy that was a belt holder. So I don't know if I'm there yet, Kamar. If he loses his next three fights, like if guys are just figuring him out now, then I'd agree with you. But listen, he got through on his power. We all know that he didn't have a lot of technique. He was all power. If he can power. Go ahead.
0: Sorry, go ahead. No, no. Matt makes a good point, though, because, look, if his only loss of his career is to Tyson Fury and he goes on to now win a bunch more fights, I mean, that's Tyson Fury is an amazing fighter. Everybody's got to lose at some point. But if he doesn't,
1: then, yeah, he didn't have enough foundation and uh, enough adversity to handle it.
0: But like if Matt said, if the next guy he fights pushes him backwards and wins... 'cause that's what Tyson did, then, yeah, the guy you know they found his weakness and he couldn't adjust, but imagine he comes in next and or fights Tyson again and has better footwork and figures out his distance, and like I really think he could wipe the floor with Tyson,
2: I don't know, I mean Tyson well, Fury's like the white Muhammad ali he's got you know the well weight. him
0: getting up for from that punch, that's the real uh.
2: Oh, his gypsy, no, gypsy strength too, up. traveler strength. You know,
0: <laughs> nobody gets up from that punch.
1: That's
2: what I'm saying. This is
1: the nature. This is the nature of fight talk, and why I like it so little. But, but I'd we'll like see to what see that
0: uh, third installment, frankly. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, I think it'd be a money maker. And uh, the last thing I have is Joe tells about how he almost dies and how crazy that would be if that's how he dies. Because he said he went out on a cold night out of the sauna. Got in his pool and almost couldn't get out. I don't remember hearing that. It was right at the you end.
2: He was like, was, "I did." Was right he was like, "I did area. a hot, super hot sauna." He's like, "Then I did six minutes in the pool." He goes, "Honestly, Brendan, I nearly didn't make it out." He goes, "And no one was around." I don't know, man. <laughs> I would Imagine be so
1: fucking sad.
2: Earlier today, a p- podcast legend, Joe Rogan, was found in his pool. Yeah, that'd be fucking brutal.
0: And, he like uh, get, gets into the pool and it the heater has gone out. And he, he said he has like no heat in the pool. A block of ice. They find him like fucking Encino yeah. man. Like those foxes
2: that you see in the rivers. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Maybe they could revive him if that happened. And of course, Joe anointed uh, Andrew Schultz as the king of COVID, and uh, all the props given, and he's on his way.
2: What a terrible I moniker. If, uh,
0: Tim Mil- Dylan takes offense to that.
2: No, he's the queen of COVID.
0: Oh, good one, Matt. What do you see? The whose Lex most
1: recent Lex Friedman's uh, most recent guest is
2: Tim Dillon. Yes, Tim Dillon should be an interesting conversation.
1: And then there's a bunch of COVID talk and la 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 la. And, uh, yeah, that's British shop. Oh, the biggest glaring thing, though, if ever there was a chance that Brian would be talked about, this was it, and it's now
2: gone. I didn't even think about that during the episode. Yeah.
0: I didn't think about it either. That's crazy. Honestly,
2: but that's hold on, Kamar. Think about it. That's the job that Joe's done, out of sight, out of mind. Is that Simon and I are so past it, and it's been so past mentioning that it we it didn't even affect us.
0: But wait a second, back up a sec. Is this the first time Brendan has been on since the Brian incident? Since the
1: fighter, the kid is just the fighter now.
0: Okay, that's crazy again. That's what I'm saying. This is crazy. I'm too stupid to have even registered that. But this is like again a huge omission.
1: Why? I mean, it it is what it is. I didn't want to bring it off the top of discussing the podcast because it was just too much. But in the finale, like it's just persona non grata. If ever there was a thing like yeah, he's left, like anything nothing
2: yeah
0: it it doesn't make any sense man it doesn't make any sense sam tripoli who to my understanding wasn't even that great friends with brian callen has like put this guy on his back put his reputation on hold joe can't even fucking say his name it's bizarro world
2: Joe said his name it a couple episodes ago. He did.
0: Fine. fine. He, he mentioned in time. passing. I'm just saying. How do you have Brendan Schaub on, and you don't talk about the fact? Actually, Brendan Schaub did say at one point about the two new hosts on Fighter and the Kid. It's, it's like, glaring. It's is glaring. Crazy. It's glaring. This is crazy, <laughs> man. It's it's crazy, uh, and he'll never it again. I need a second. Okay, take your time.
2: You got to rethink that one, huh? So what are we done with this then, Kamar? Is that what you were saying? La, 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 la. The, 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 that's the
1: glaring problem with this podcast. You can love the fight talk. You can hate him, pretend he's a comic. You don't need the COVID talk. We both know where they position. It's interesting he's going to stay one more year in LA. I think he'll end up there, though. And uh, yeah, no Brian Count talk. What are we doing here?
2: <laughs> what are we doing here? That's my line. Um. All right. Well, let's rate it then. Simon, do you still need a minute or are you ready to?
0: I'll go last.
2: Okay. Uh, one and a half. Kamar? Um,
1: I give it a three because of the, the breaking news of the game. Stop. I appreciated them talking about it.
2: Simon? Breaking up, news.
0: Up until the point where Kamar reminded me, <laughs> this episode was going to get a two. No, it was going to get a 1.5. Now it gets a zero. And I think this is the first zero I've ever given on this fucking show.
2: I don't think it is. big,
0: fat zero.
2: Interesting. Very interesting.
0: I'm disgusted by this whole operation.
2: What a turn of events. What a turn of events. All right, well, let's move on to the uh, last one of the week.
1: The wild card, 1604, Jamar Neighbors.
2: Yeah, the fucking mohawk on this guy. Sweet Jesus.
0: But it it was <laughs> It's, it's fake. removable.
2: Oh, I didn't even realize that. Really?
1: Well, they
0: talked all about how he glues yeah. it his head.
2: Oh, it's yeah. Fake. No, they did. Uh, yeah. I just I
0: always thought it was real too, but yeah, I was it was I was shocked.
2: Yeah, no, so you're right.
0: I'm assuming oh.
1: uh new guests, you guys give him that, but he annoyed you guys because he's irresponsible. I, I'm, I'm just guessing. No. I, I'm assuming. <laughs>
2: How is he irresponsible? Well, he's having the super
1: spreader illegal shows in his apartment, and he's like, "fuck it."
2: I mean, again, he can do what the fuck he wants. What do you want me to say here?
1: Okay, okay. Uh, so uh, I, I'm happy with that. Um, I really like that because uh, he's part of the wave of roast bottle. Yeah, yeah. Which, like they said, no, it doesn't translate. Uh, crazy hype into school, screaming or running up on the internet or whatever, but. Um, I only knew Jeremiah Watkins so it was nice to see this guy's personality and I really like him cuz he's so fucking silly and just ridiculous.
0: What do you think of the wave though? Like you've watched
1: roast battles? Yeah, it doesn't it's not as exciting when you're watching it, but if you're in the room, the whole thing I think just complements the and takes away cuz like he said, they say some really harsh shit and these guys tear on both sides. It sort of makes it it's all for fun. Uh, Because that's what it is.
0: But it takes away from the battle, the flow of the battle, It's uh, to its detriment, I think. If
1: they were only to big up one person, but they don't do it like that. Any good roast
0: they cheer for? I think I've watched, uh, I don't know, pretty much every roast that they've done, like that from that show. And I don't know, I really feel like it detracts. They're funny guys. And if they did it like once or twice a show that would be fine but it's just too much i i just like you gotta the context like again
2: maybe
1: it doesn't work to watch it on a screen but it's after midnight people are wilding out it just it's great energy
2: i like when our talks con- urban people are wilding out
1: i i was concerned because the beginning of this podcast they just kept talking about other comics and I was, I don't know, I'm just worried about that, because, you know, it's your first time on, we know Tony is Tony, we know he should not have the comics he has or whatever, but they just talking so much about other comics, but then it settled down an interesting uh, discussion. Angela Jolie or Jennifer Aniston? Jennifer
0: Aniston. I think so, too.
2: Well, okay, this is the thing, though. Are we doing this, like, are we Brad Pitt at that time? Or are we knowing what we know now? Because that's so unfair. Because at the time...
0: You're just saying who's hotter, right? I think so.
2: Okay, we're just saying who's hotter right now. Jennifer Aniston. We're not
0: talking that you have to marry them and live with them forever, Matt. Just which one's hotter?
2: Well, no, because right now it's definitely Jennifer Aniston aged like a fine wine.
0: No, no. At the time, who was hotter?
2: At the time, it was Angelina Jolie.
0: Okay, that's interesting.
2: Because he left
1: uh Jennifer Aniston for
2: Yes, while they were filming Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So is it, I... Joe is that Joe almost got choked up, eh? What do you mean? Well then they broke up. It's like, oh yeah, that was sad.
2: It's like he was there. He was sitting at the next table at Mr. Chow's. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> I he remember was the night in
1: the relationship or something.
2: Poor guy. Poor Joe.
1: And uh then um I, I'm very interesting that um, I thought Joe was going to be like, you shouldn't be fighting or any, anything. Because of what he said uh, to Brian. But he, I think he really likes Jamar Neighbors and you can do whatever you want, Jamar. You know? But I thought he was going to tell him to stop fighting or something.
0: Well, Jamar only fought once, didn't he?
1: Yeah, but I thought Joe was going to step in and say you shouldn't do this. But like, Jamar is doing fucking backflips with fucking anger weights on he's he's wilding out <laughs> oh the video
2: the video of him working out was fucking nuts
1: now the problem happens when yeah he's just an animal like he's just he's just doing whatever the fuck he wants
0: well did you see um, um,
1: yeah i should, thought you guys have a total different reaction
2: simon don't be angry he's there's a delay on his end it's the internet it's
0: okay it's okay
2: will someone talk
0: did you guys, back to Shab for a second, they were talking about Chappelle Lacey. That's one of the new hosts on Fighter and the Kid. Yeah. Did you see him doing those backflips? That's fucking crazy.
2: Yeah, he's he's a, he's a talented kid.
0: It's all abdominals.
2: It's all abdominals? No the,
0: the, no, the strength to whip your legs over your head. And yeah. he's big, man. He's like a big dude.
2: Oh, he's a big boy, yeah, for sure. He's no... Uh...
0: Anyway, sorry, back to whoever we're talking about. Well, no, this is the problem. Jamar goes for a piss.
1: And Joe, a couple times the other week, has been questioning his ability to retain information. It was like, I wonder if I talk to too many people. And I was thinking, yeah, you do. And also, you have too many friends. Could you imagine having as many friends as Joe Rogan?
2: Listen, I was telling Simon at the break that I, I pulled an all-nighter Friday night, and then I ended up sleeping for like 12 hours the next day, and I woke up to 69 missed texts, and I was like, this is obscene. I couldn't imagine like someone like Joe if he turned his phone Wait, off just... for two days.
1: It sounds like you I sort of someone like Joe. I've never got two texts in a yeah, night.
0: I haven't gotten 69 texts in like the span of the whole year, I don't think.
2: Oh, yeah, no, I missed 69 so, so, texts.
1: So I guess me and Simon are in the same boat watching you on the shore of, with all your friends. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this fucking guy.
1: But yeah, so Jamar goes for a piss. Joe starts questioning his ability of retention because all the conversations had. And then he drops the double-blind placebo. <laughs> we have to go into a insufferable talk about um, supplements and
0: not steroids, but just vitamins and all that, which... But then we find out about the vending machine that gives you free alpha brain. So it was kind of worth it.
2: The brain yeah, th- brain machine.
0: The
1: most po- poignant thing I thought uh, Jamar said was how he started working so hard and hustling, he forgot about the desire to make it.
2: That's you know tough what I mean? You.
1: Like, he, well, no, he, I I, I hope that speaks to anybody that his in the start. Like, oh, I got to make it. I got to make it. I got to make it. Then he gets lost just doing the work. and Then you look up and like, oh, I, I sort of made it. But it doesn't. Focusing on the prize doesn't get you there. It's just putting your head down and working. Then you look up and you are where or ahead or whatever where you want to be.
2: Yeah, I think. I mean, go ahead. Sorry, Simon. <clears throat> go ahead.
0: No, no, no. It's okay. He's going to say, Jamar is so silly. Like, he's so silly. Those dinosaur sketches, that... I, thats It's hard. Like, that's... I don't see any, like, um, TV show picking him up. You know what I mean? I
1: mean? But we now know TV shows don't have to pick you up. He he, he can find a home on YouTube or, or whatever. You, but you hit the hit on nail. He's so silly. He's so um, open to do anything, going to clown school... Um, Improv classes. Like, I just really liked how he didn't take himself seriously. But, and it's comedy, so I think that's very important
0: to remember. Well, he, he definitely doesn't take himself seriously. He has a fake mohawk that he wears every <laughs> second day. Like,
2: touche.
1: I
0: know a lot of comics that take themselves very
1: seriously, and it's none of my business to, like, but I, I'm sure that's what's holding them back you've got to be in it for fun at the end of the day.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think anything that you chase, I think anything you get into to chase fame for, you're almost never going to make it. You got to get in it because it's something that you just really enjoy doing, or you're never going to be, go ahead.
0: No, Sorry, sorry, sorry.
2: No, I just don't think, I don't think you're going to come back time and time again for something that you're, that you have no interest in, or that you're not wildly interested in at least.
1: And this 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 bleeds back into when it's time for fighters maybe to hang up the um, the gloves or walk away from the cage or whatever analogy you want to make it. Mm-hmm.
2: <coughs> I mean, I, uh, well, no, I want what, is, what was Simon going to say there? Simon, we can't see you either. Pat. It's okay, don't worry about it. Oh, fine, fine. Go ahead, Kamar.
0: You can see me. I'm here. Uh,
1: I mean, then they brought up again. We already talked about the uh, stock market and GameStop still developing. It'll be just very interesting if uh, if regulations come. I mean, maybe not storm the capital, but (laughs) hopefully that could be a unifying thing because all you see is how divided um, America is. Maybe they can unify to say "fuck you, Wall Street, you big hedge funds."
2: Yeah, I mean it'll be interesting to see uh to see what happens for sure. I have a feeling. I mean again, they're occupying Wall Street as we speak, but I don't think it's going to do much and I don't think uh I think they're going to regulate the shit out of this and figure a way out. You know, again, by Bi- don't forget Biden's number one chick there, the her minister of finance or whatever. She took 800 grand from Citadel. So This thing goes deep and I I don't know. After-
0: and I would- Sorry. No, no, go. After everything we've seen this year, um, <laughs> Occupation Wall Street <laughs> seems like a fucking joke. Well, it was. I, but that was like a big deal when it happened. People were camping out, you know? Yeah. It felt this like something was happening. We've seen riots, and, you know. No, you're right. I'm going I'm to circle back to my big point, is
1: all this stuff is going to be swept away because people are just relieved they don't have to deal with Donald
2: Trump. No, I disagree, though. I'm telling you, there's, this is coming from all sides. A lot of people are angry about this. And like I said, I I don't think there's a way to sweep this under the rug. This might actually be the thing that, that breaks America's back, where they actually have, like, class warfare. You think
1: it's break, and I think bring it together. So hopefully something happens.
2: I mean, I hope it brings it together. I hope everyone <laughs> can come together and see that, like, you're, we're all getting fucked by these massive fucking hedge fund dickheads. And it's funny, because Bernie was Bernie was fighting against exactly this shit. And that one-eyed prick came on and was like, you can't do that. You'll break Wall Street. Fuck you.
0: Well, keep your eyes open, folks, because right around now, they'd love to take your mind off this shit with something else.
2: With some aliens?
0: You got it, baby.
1: I think the only thing that can heal the country is everyone gets to watch Hamilton.
2: Well, don't forget, too, Biden pushed through some wild fucking um like gender equality shit this week that I believe is like a big smoke screen for this whole Wall Street Bets thing. Because it's got some people fucking pissed. Like gender neutral bathrooms at high schools. There's a bunch of teachers that have come forward and they're like, this is just a terrible idea. Like you cannot do this.
1: Well lots of people have said they joked about it in the Shaw podcast about the appointment of the head of health is a transgender person. And people are concerned, especially in the middle of a pandemic is this because that's the best qualified person or are you trying to satisfy a demographic? Mm -hmm. And if it's not the most qualified person, then they're fucked.
2: What demographic are you satisfying? The 1% of people that are transgender? That seems
1: the progressive desire, whatever. I don't know. But you understand the point I'm making Yeah. in the middle of a pandemic, you have to be appointing the most qualified person, not the person you think will appear optically as the most open-minded, um, administration
2: couldn't agree more couldn't agree more
1: So we'll see how that plays out but it seems like they're they're dispensing like a million and a half vaccines a day there or something now like looks like yeah. they're gonna be fine we're doing like 27 <laughs> a week 27 So i was waiting for the call not not 100 not 1000 27 a day 27
0: we're get, period we're vaccinating people
1: in the double digits
0: just but, um, fucking ridiculous! What a talk about an inept government. It's pretty bad. I think the the
1: craziest thing is how uh, Joe might single handedly reorganize the comedy setup in America, where it was New York and L A, and now in, if New York recovers, it'll be New York and
0: Austin. Well, I was thinking or this, the three. This, I was thinking this this morning, Kamar. Um, Joe Rogan has more draw to comedians than Hollywood does.
1: Yes. He has more to offer them than uh, uh, auditions for pilots and
0: whatnot. For well, sure. I mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what the exodus is like, Matt. I well, see you're, well, you're what I not was, agreeing. Well, no, but.
2: Simon, I was just, no, I wasn't in disagreement. I was just thinking in my head, it depends what end game that comedian has, I guess. You know what I mean? Like if you if you're looking for the best spot at a comedy spot or you're just looking to to stand to get your stand-up career, I agree with you 100%. I think if you're looking to move into that movie um TV world, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. I just don't know. But you're probably yeah. right. Well, we'll, we'll
1: it, it, time will tell, I guess. Yeah, it depends when L.A. comes back, like uh, Brendan Shop says, if they don't come back the next year, he's leaving. It, but it just seems like comics want to be with comics. And, um, you know, the thing that hurts me the most is, like, all of Canada is locked down. There isn't some place uh, as a comic you could go and keep working, whereas America, with all the different regulations here and there, they've just all sort of gone, like, rats to cheese where they can still work, you know what I mean? Whether it's irresponsible or not, uh, to keep their craft going, to support themselves. So, I mean, I I envy that opportunity.
0: If Regina was open right now, Kamar,
1: would you go and work there? That's a weird example, because that's like saying uh, (laughs) if Montana was open, would comics go there? But um, I don't have the means to do that. I just... I, I just I, I listen endlessly that there are opportunities going on or whatever. It's just the weirdest thing like people live their whole life in a warm climate to a cold climate you know what I mean at the same time people are doing comedy people are just there's no place to do it people are eating at restaurants people are not it's just it's a weird fracture win right now
2: yeah I mean then, I, I agree with you I oh, go ahead sorry.
1: No, no, no. I, 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 I finished my point if you guys wanted to add to it or.
2: No, it's fine.
1: And then there, were, <laughs> there was a strange point where Jamar goes, My stepdad died of AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> and we joked about it, but wait a second. This is something to unpack
2: for He's, sure. He said it so casually and, and like just in passing.
1: Yeah, he, you know.
2: He said, I think he said, I think my stepdad died of AIDS too which was was was, even weirder.
1: Well, they were just talking about how Fauci said the whole world was going to die of AIDS, and then he had, had his two cents, but I thought it was, that in itself could have been a crazy story, not that he has to air that out or talk about it, but it just, it made my ears perk up and then move on, because then he asked Joe the ultimate question, are you going to get the vaccine? And Joe said, no. Whereas... Every other episode, Joe's been... Uh, we'll see how it develops, but I, I think he's been no the whole time, but didn't want to seem like an anti-vaxxer.
2: We'll let Simon go first, but I have something to say too. Go ahead, Simon.
0: <laughs> um, I'm going to do that from now on to avoid cutting anybody off. Um, Joe just needs to have one of his friends not deal with the virus well, Yeah, and he'll change his tune. The thing is, everybody he knows who's gotten it in the last little while, no problems.
2: Yeah, they've come out on top. Um, What I was going to say is, I find it very interesting that Joe's response was, he was like, well, we don't know the long-term effects of the, of the, um, (coughs) of the, what do you call it? The vaccine. Vaccine. And I was like, dude, you don't know the long-term effects of COVID either. So it seems like you're playing willy nilly with one and the other one, you're just super steadfast on. Like, again, you don't know that Michael Yo doesn't have serious problems five years from now or Jamie or Tony or any of these guys for that matter. Like you can't say that definitively. And I hope they don't. I pray that this thing just goes away and that 99% of people experience nothing other than what they experienced already. But we just don't fucking know that. And it seems like Joe may be playing fast and loose here and going on the air and being like, I'm not getting the vaccine. I don't know if you saw it, but yesterday in L.A., they have vaccinations set up at Dodger Stadium. You can go and get vaccinated. And these anti-vaxxers showed up and they ended up having to shut the site down. So that's not great when like, you know what I mean? When, I don't know, when Wall Street bets the opposite of them shuts down a fucking anti-vax thing in, in L.A., you know, I don't know.
1: Well, we're fortunate here right now that it's February and we're locked down by the weather more than anything else. Um, I wonder what we'd be like if it was the middle of August right now. (coughs) But um, it's different strokes for different
0: folks.
2: Go ahead, Simon.
0: Um, I have no problem with Joe taking the vaccine or not taking the vaccine. But he has a huge platform.
2: Yeah, you don't have to say it. Just fucking do you. Just do whatever
0: you're going to do. But this, he does. I, maybe he does realize, but when he makes these off the cuff comments, he's like propagating a stance that somebody's gonna take out there.
2: I mean, listen, I'm and all, hold on, I'm all for Joe being like, you know, open and listen, I, I get it. He's always been like, I'm open and I'm gonna tell the truth and this and that. That's fine. I'll say this, Simon. Imagine if he goes on and this guy asks the question, yo, are you gonna get vaccinated? And Joe says, I'd rather not answer that question. We're all going to immediately assume Joe's not getting it anyway. So there's really no right or wrong. You know, I I get it. You're just saying, why not just say yes and move the fuck on, whether you're getting it or not, right? Oh, we lost Simon. He's frozen. Oh, there he's back.
0: I'm back. I'm back. But I missed everything you said.
2: None of it was important.
0: Just give me the cliff notes.
2: Oh, just that I, I can't. I was saying that if Joe says, if this guy asks him, hey, are you getting the vaccine? And Joe says, I'd rather not answer that question. We're all then going to assume, well, obviously he's not getting it. So he's kind of fucked if he does and fucked if he doesn't, right? He kind of just has to be honest.
0: Fair enough. My
1: only point, sorry, is that he uh, will talk uh, candidly and will say forthright about this, but he won't mention Brian Cowan.
2: That's an interesting point as well. That's a very interesting point as well, I have to say. Kamar,
0: you are fucking killing it this week. <laughs>
2: so I, I I don't know what is what. Oh, that's an astute point. You're right.
0: If you hadn't disagreed with me about the X factor, we'd be batting a thousand here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, shame on me.
0: Anyways, yeah, no, I see your point, Maddie, and you're right. It's a real fucking uh, catch-22, but I don't know, I just... It's like every week, he, he's just blowing in a different direction, and it, it's confusing. I agree. But that's humans, and I get it, because every week, I blow in a different direction. Yeah. I just, uh, you know.
2: That's why I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. I, I get it. It's tough that he has this big platform. You could argue that he didn't want it. Um,
0: yeah, well, 100 million or 500 million from Spotify. You got responsibility now,
2: I feel you. I'm just Roseanne. <laughs> I feel you, Simon. What else you got, uh, Kamar?
1: No, no, that's it. We, um, no, I, I love Jamar Neighbors and I thought it was a great listen. And I, I really love his energy. It's refreshing. But uh, when we started this podcast, you guys had uh, your hearts uh, set on a road trip to uh, Los Angeles, California. Do you guys think uh, if you could, your destination now has changed to Austin, Texas?
2: Can we do both?
1: Do whatever you want.
2: Well, yeah, that would be the thing drive to LA and then just dip down into uh Austin, I guess. Yeah, that works. Yeah, what you said is there
1: anyone in LA to go see now, though? That's what I'm wondering.
2: So, you know what? Uh, Someone has it lost its luster? You know what was brought to my attention (laughs) this week, and it's very interesting. I hope Simon comes back to hear this, although I'm sure he won't. Um, oh, I thought he was in on it. No, no, he's that's why he's he's still scratching his head cuz he's frozen. Um so Kamar skateboarding is thriving in LA because everything is shut down. Right? So all, all the, the places
1: where security guards would uh
2: precisely you away from. So there's a lot of spots in LA that have had huge revivals and there's a lot of like and skateboarding if you ask me has always been a big hook in pop culture in one way or another and if skateboarding remains in LA then I think there's a way that LA can kind of keep its cool and you know like again think about you know skateboarding has always adapted to like the drought the heart
1: and the spirit survives
2: yeah exactly and i think you know there's something maybe to that did you get any of that? you know what
0: yeah i did and i'm back and you make another good point maddie because san francisco some of those hills when there aren't a lot of people on the street you could do shit you never could right (laughs) like skateboarding must be awesome during lockdowns you
1: still gotta avoid the human feces in san francisco
0: oh yeah yeah there's all sorts of problems but i'm just just one more
2: just one more thing
0: any street skating you can hit spots and do things you never could in la with the amount of people that were out yeah You, you know that uh documentary thing about how wolves
1: change a river
2: no i've never seen that
1: Never saw that. How like the wolves came in and the animals change and they made the the river change. It'd be cool if you had the means to do a deep dive of that. And maybe you have a documentary on how skateboarding saved LA.
2: That'd be interesting. Uh, I'm
0: still trying to figure out how wolves could possibly change a river.
1: <laughs> Google it for me. I'm not the guy to recite it, but it exists. It's a YouTube. Oh, sorry, Simon. You don't know that anymore.
0: Like what happened? They use dynamite or something no 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 it was uh uh just they got, to, the... got together with beavers and somehow convinced them to like Oh we're gonna belittle me and
1: then i'm gonna have to come back with...
0: <laughs> no i i'm just i'm just confused like i i'm trying to imagine it it's out there All listeners right I'll, I'll try and find it
2: someone will post it somewhere so can we rate uh let's rate jamar then or his jamar neighbors episode please can we start mm-hmm. with kamar I give it a, I give it a three and a half. For, I three and a half from Kamara. Wow. That's generous. Simon. I'll give it a three. Okay. I'm giving it a two and a half. That's the most generous I can be this week. Um, I hated this week. That's it. It's not anyone's fault, but mine. Uh, Kamara, do you have anything to say in closing? Anyone you want to thank anyone you want to, uh, shout out? Uh, thank you. Thank
1: you listeners for standing by us through these, uh, difficult trying times. Um, Thank you to all the women who've been sending me tip pics and uh, all the guys who've been sending me tip picks. It's Always appreciated. Hot. Uh, and to all the women who've been, uh, I've been getting, my DMs are overfilled with people offering to have my challenge.
2: Gross. Um. All right, Simon, anything from you?
0: No, no, Maddie. That's it.
2: All right. Well, or, as or also,
1: I'd like to listeners, let us know what you thought of these episodes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you can do so at uh, reddit.com slash J R E or it's R slash J R E E podcast on Reddit. If you want to join the, uh, the discussion, you can give us your feedback shit on us, start a discussion topic, whatever you want. Uh, there's also a YouTube it's youtube.com slash podcast. If you want to uh, watch the show, we're not doing any video right now while we're locked down because we can't be in the same room. We don't have the means to set up the video. So just that's it. Uh, but go and subscribe. We're uh, on the quest to a thousand. So uh, go help us out with that. And uh, of course, we have a an Instagram and a Twitter. They're both uh, at JREE podcast. You can also follow Kamar on Instagram.
1: At Kamar Babar.
2: And uh, the, what else? The Patreon, of course. If you want to support the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash JREE podcast. Uh, you can support us for as little as $5 a month. Uh, and for that $5, you will get uh, the post show. It's our little add-on to the show every uh, every week. Uh, I think that's it. Yeah? 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 That's, that's it. it. Okay. Nothing from either of them. That's clearly it. Thank you guys Nobody so much. Nobody does it better than you, Maddie. Thank you guys so much. If you made it this far, wow, incredible. Thank you so much. Uh, we hope you have a great week, weekend, and as usual,
0: keep your eyes open, folks. Y'all. Everybody. <laughs>